93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday. It's October 2nd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A new beer tax across Pennsylvania just went into effect. The used tax, a state brewery, uh, on state breweries, went into effect Tuesday, and the added cost could pour onto customers and impact local establishments. Uh, It's a 1.5% tax on the brewer, and in Philadelphia, it's a 2% tax. The money goes to the Pennsylvania General's Fund. Right now, some of the breweries are not intending to pour that added cost onto its customers, uh, while others say that the tax will increase increase their prices slightly and customers will be paying more. Listen, God bless the generals, but is anybody taking (laughs) care of the majors and the lieutenants and all that stuff? Uh, Breweries already pay a tax on the production to Pennsylvania and federal government, a sales tax, and those in Philadelphia Philadelphia pay a liquor tax to the city. Now this is added on top of all of that. The new tax does not affect products being sold in beer stores or supermarkets. New Jersey health officials have announced the first death associated with vaping. Officials say they were notified in August about an adult female from North Jersey who died as a result of vaping. A total number of confirmed and probable cases of serious lung disease in the state has risen into 14, including two probable cases. Uh, 32 reports of severe lung illness are still under investigation. The age range of all of the cases and reports under investigation is between 15 years old and 51 years of age. To date, there have been no reports of serious lung illness associated with, with products sold in dispensaries permitted by the New Jersey Medical Marijuana Program, the New Jersey Health Department says. Yeah, that was my question. I thought I'd heard that, and I, and I saw an article, which I didn't stop to read. I just saw the headline that it's more the bootleg the knockoffs. Yeah. This is yeah, where they think that's the know, case. Yeah. You don't know what's going into your lungs. It's coming from China, and it's not, you know, what's approved here in the United States. But I'm wondering if they've definitively... It's got, uh, I've, yeah, I've heard that, that mentioned more often okay. than not, so right. I would tend if to they, think... Yeah, they the can case. start to narrow that down. Yeah, yeah. I'll have a better idea, but still... You know, the long-term testing over vaping no, you're right. has not been, it hasn't gone through yet. So I think yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll rem- I mean, when we first started to see these things pop up, it seems like it was just a couple of years ago, like yeah, two, but, two or three years ago. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, these things. These kind of things. These kind of things, no, they just started popping up. Just like, started? Like yeah. no, this no, no. year. You mean like actual e-cigarettes? The issues. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. the e-cigarettes. And then, and then, oh. and then because the- a couple of years ago, the government came in and, and, and like majorly taxed these places. Right. Uh, and, I mean, and they took a major hit. So, like, I'm thinking, I mean, this is just, you know, thinking. Uh, I don't know this for sure, for sure. But, like, you know, they, they have to, it, I mean, it was really hitting them in the pockets. I'm You're saying about, they, have, they have to go to to, uh, to uh, bootlegs. Yeah. So, okay, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know the either. breakdown. Yeah, all I know is that. Uh, but it's weird that it just started happening no, unvetted. Nobody, yeah. yeah, that's the problem. People don't know what's going on right. here. And so right. they're they're uh, highly recommending that you stop using these e-cigarettes. Mm. Uh, the death in New Jersey comes in the wake of over a dozen deaths linked to vaping across the country. The e-cigarette industry, and Juul in particular, faces mounting scrutiny from federal and local governments over youth vaping. And as in the uh, as in the fourteenth U.S. death linked to vaping was reported in Nebraska, and uh, you know, Juul is selling the what right. is approved in the United States, right. and they're still being affected. So. Uh, well, I, I don't know. Crack, yeah. crack is looking better. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, no, it's it not. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. It's not addictive, is it? No, well, yes, it's oh, highly oh, addictive. I'm sorry. But people's I'm, lungs I'm so are collapsing. Uh, That's the deal with, yeah. with with these with these uh, vaping things, right? Yeah. That's the uh, issue. There was the, the poor kid that the first story I saw that it was really 
By both his lungs had collapsed, Local, right? Yeah, locally, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nationally, there are now more than 800 confirmed and probable cases of severe lung illness. Health officials are urging people to stop vaping as the CDC works to investigate the link to severe lung illness. Some University of Delaware students have been living in hotels because the apartment building they were supposed to live in still isn't ready. Students are staying at the embassy suites, having to spend more money living out of a hotel each night. The new apartment building on South Main Street still isn't ready for students to move in, but now the students are being asked to leave the hotel. Uh, the mayor confirms the hotel will be telling all of the students living there to pack their things up during this upcoming weekend because of events on campus. The mayor doesn't know. What? Yeah, so the, 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 basically the hotel is honoring um, uh, previous reservations. So, oh. so the hotel was booked, so now these people have to check out. So that uh, the Why the hell isn't the university paying for this? The, the company... Or, or, the, or the, the apartment that's supposed to be... Yeah, so the company building the new apartment building, a GGA construction based in Middletown, Delaware, has been paying for the oh. rooms. Oh, all right. There you go. All right. Okay. Yeah. And, and they've been giving away free uh, vaping devices. No, so, no. Yeah. <laughs> so the mayor <laughs> doesn't know where they're going to send these students, but says that the hotel has to play, uh, has to honor the previous reservation, so students yeah. will be forced out. So the students are saying they don't they they like they don't know where they're going. They have no idea where they're going. <sighs> maybe they can go live with the families of this construction company. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but <laughs> this the, is Lou. <laughs> the thought of losing their room, moving to another hotel somewhere after already not having an apartment, is getting really frustrating. The students uh-huh. are saying. In sports this morning. <laughs> Sacks are yummy. Juan Soto delivered a bases-loaded single against Milwaukee closer Josh Hader and scored three runs with two outs in the eighth inning, and the Nationals came back to beat the Milwaukee Brewers 4-3 to in the National League wildcard game last night. Up next, the Nationals will take a nine-game winning streak into their best-of-five National League division series against I the L.A. Dodgers. <laughs> game one is on Thursday in Los Angeles. The Flyers cut their roster down to 20 players with 11 forwards, seven defensemen, and two goalies. They made the roster cuts without... Uh, Joel Farabee and Felipe, or yes, Ma- Felipe Philip, Felipe Philip, Philippe. Philippe. Okay, Philippe Myers on it. Both players uh, will start the season with the Lehigh Valley <laughs> Phantoms. The team's regular season opener is on Friday against the Chicago Blackhawks in Prague, and the Eagles continue to prepare for Sunday's game. Uh, at home against the New York Jets, the team recently acquired 25-year-old linebacker Duke Riley and a 2026-round pick in exchange for veteran safety Jonathan Cyprian for 2027th-round pick. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. Welcome to midweek, a Wednesday morning. And uh, Wednesdays mean we have a secret text word. So let's see what we have uh, today. Oh, yeah, we have a pair of tickets to see Mark Maron. Uh, who's going to be at the Miriam Theater coming up on October 10th. So text the word secret to 39333. And we'll sort of word back to you later on. We'll ask you to call with the word designated. Call and wins the tickets, and we'll grab a random text as well. Casey saw Joker last night. Apparently Mark's got a, a yeah. small role in that. Yeah, thing, so. yeah he's in it. Uh, there's actually a few familiar faces that we see in the movie. Who else? Nice. Uh, well, Mark, Brian Callen's in it for uh, for a hot minute. Yeah. And then I got, I got to think because uh, you just people were popping up. I'm like, oh, I knew that. I had a lot of cameos. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so we have a few other things in store for you today. Obviously, Money Shark continues. Eight o'clock is when we will 
uh, trying to get you that uh, word as close to 8 o'clock as we can, what today's word is and how to enter and all that good stuff. Uh, right before that, we'll go on Fox Good Day and we'll see what those guys would like to chat about. We also have uh, an announcement to make. We'll, we'll be doing this all around 8 a.m. today. So we have an announcement about a Save the Date event that you will want to be aware of. We also have guest-wise on the program, uh, Brandon Graham, uh, your Philadelphia Eagles, will be getting in touch with us Heartwarming today. story about how this interview ended up. Uh, yeah, in fact, yeah. I, we'll, we'll cover those yeah, details yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit later on when we have him on. <laughs> and we also have, uh, speaking of the Eagles, another Thursday night uh, huddle party oh. coming up. Yeah, so the 2019 Bud Light Platinum Thursday night huddle continues. And tomorrow night's event will be taking place at the Horse Tavern. Uh, and grill, that is. And uh, we'll have some giveaways in conjunction with that. And those guys are going to be stopping by. And I'll give you some of the details on that a little bit later on. Uh, we also have Halloween Haunt at Dorney Park. The first stop of our Cream of the Scream passes to give away. That is such a great time. Looking forward to this. Uh, you know what? In fact, I can give away two pairs of tickets right now. Awesome. If you're free on Friday evening and the weather's going to be perfect, that's that first day. It's going to be uh, it's, uh, sunny and cool. It's, yeah. it's supposed to be rainy and cool tomorrow. Uh, but 215-263-WMMR. Take the first two callers. You'll be able to go. It is this Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. You get to go through all of the haunted attractions they have there. Ride the rides. It's, it is it is so cool if you've never done it It before. really is. Yep. We, we love it. Yep. So uh, let's get you on board. 215-263-WMMR. And I'll have some more of those to give away as the uh, the morning rolls on. Uh, so we have a lot of stuff to get to, and we'll do that very thing. Why don't we go ahead and take a break, come back in a moment, stupid question, the entertainment report. That's how we roll. We'll be back. Make sure you hang in there. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, oh, real quick, uh, something I wanted to point out and I failed to mention. Uh, Today is shooting day number one. Of Totally Office Calendar 2020. That's right. Mm-hmm. It starts today at an undisclosed location. I'm excited to see how this place looks and our wonderful models as well. But uh, I want to thank uh, Breakfast Being Served Today by Panera Bread. Ah. Uh, so they are going to be dropping by uh, for the crew and the ladies and uh, serving that up for them. So if you're looking for something fresh and filling, Panera's new warm grain bowls are full of flavorful ingredients like warm quinoa, spicy salsa verde, and creamy avocado. Okay, so I saw the commercial for this thing, and I love warm grain bowls. <laughs> so I'm going to try a warm grain bowl because you just said it today. All right, very good. Yes, I'm sure. going to go over. There's one right up the street here. And uh, Panera Food, food as it should be. And I'll thank uh, the other people because we've got lunch being catered as well and uh, a lot of people helping out with the calendar. So I'm And we're relatively certain, Preston, that there's no uh, sleeping bachelor party for today's oh shoot God. when they show up. Oh Maybe, yeah. yeah. 
more than likely since that it's not a private residence that we're yeah. going to this time around. But yeah, that was that was last year's was issue. A, yes, a bit of a hurdle uh-huh. to clear out the uh, clean sleeping up. bachelor party. I yeah. thought they the were beer cans and uh, all that stuff. The I IVs. thought Jay and Joseph at uh, OSBX were joking when they were texting me because we we had been joking around the weekend prior to that shoot. Yeah, and so I was like, ha ha, you know, funny. And he called me. He's like, no, you don't understand. I'm not kidding. There's 20 <laughs> dudes in there. There's banana peels and IVs all over the house. I was like, the B12 what? stuff. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. So they were really. They, they were, it was apparently such a big party. They had planned to rehydrate with IVs <laughs> and bananas the next yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. They had. And I've this never was been like to the, a bash that big before. And wow. it was it was during the week, so this was like the end of the bachelor party. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, yeah. More than likely, not going to have that yeah. issue today. But you never know. All right, so let's do a stupid question, and we will give away today a four-pack of tickets for the pop-up phenomenon called Happy Place coming to the King of Prussia Mall. Uh, It's a really cool thing where you can take some awesome pictures, and it's just a lot of fun. So, question that I have for you this morning. The star fruit. Yes. When cut crosswise, makes little stars. How many points do these stars have? Mm -hmm. Huh. 215263WMMR. Okay. Star fruit, when you cut it crosswise, resembles a star. How many points do these stars have? 215263WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. While we are awaiting that phone call from you, I will uh, mention some birthdays today. It is Wednesday, October 2nd. And uh, Donna Karen, the fashion designer, is uh, 71 years old today. I'm not that familiar with Donna Karen. I'm quite a fashionista. Oh. Yeah, she's DKNY? Yep. Right? Yeah. Yep. Donna Karen I don't wear a lot of that. No, I don't either. <laughs> I don't think so. That's no. not my thing. Does she do any men's fashion stuff? You think? Oh, uh, yeah. Does. There's got to be something. Donald Karen. I don't. I don't really know. Did you see her picture though. You know what she looks like, right? Uh, and, oh, is like she... a smashed ass, right? <laughs> does she look like a smashed ass? Kind of, kind of like a smashed ass. I have ass. not heard that in a while. I, I, I love that term. Her face looked like a smashed ass. Who's the most attractive of the designers? Oh, uh, Donatella Versace yeah. for sure. <laughs> amongst amongst <laughs> yeah. the lizards. Yeah. There you go, Steve. Oh, okay. Nah, she's not. That's bad. not cool to say that. Hey, that's listen. She's she's not no. ripped her face apart with plastic no, surgery. Yeah. So like Donatella, for, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So God bless her. Actually, uh, that's a good question. I'm I'm not well versed in attractive designers. Well, so men and women. Tell you because I mean Ralph Lauren's pretty well put together. Is he? I think his so. whole family is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who's a is it Vera Wang? Who's the one who did the Eagles? Uh, Vera Wang. Yeah, Vera Wang. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. What's she she's, like? She's attractive. Okay. Listen, it's it's funny because you 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 the people who are a lot of times associated with high fashion yeah. aren't very fashionable. Uh, they're not very fashionable. Well, they're yeah. fashionable though. Sometimes they're not attractive. attractive. Yeah, attractive. Right. What about uh, what's Tori Birch like? Oh, she yeah, she's she's good. She's okay. put together for sure. There you go. Okay. All right. See, we know now. So she's 71. You want to talk about photographers and yes. which ones are ugly and which yeah. are attractive? Because <laughs> I know one. Danny Leibovitz's birthday today. Well, you, you just not really a looker. <laughs> yeah. uh, but she's the best, considered to be, uh, and she celebrates her 70th today. Well, it's an honor, they say, to be uh, a subject of Annie Leibovitz. Like, and... the most famous people in the world get really giddy when they are going to be photographed by her. So what's your most famous picture? Is it is it the John Lennon picture? that She, she did the one, one with him and uh, Yoko, right? Yeah, where John is naked and, yeah. and uh, Yoko's clothed and they're on the cover of, the, uh, of Rolling Stone. I like the one of uh, Pete Townsend with his bleeding finger. That's a great one. Uh, with his hand on the side of his face. But she's done 
I mean, one, if you line them up and look at them, you go, oh, yeah, that. And that one. Oh, my God, that one, too. Yeah. You know, she so. did the guy with 100 cigarettes in his mouth. Oh, yeah. Uh, from wow. the uh, Guinness Book of World Records. With his eyes bulging out. Right. That's you know what she did in 2016? Uh, that Pirelli calendar, which I always loved. That you guys know that one? Yes, sure. Pirelli. Yeah, yeah, yeah famous. Yeah. I think, did she do the Demi Moore pregnant She might have. Photo? So that's another. She's just iconic photo yeah. after another. Uh, so she's 70 today. Kelly Ripa. Ripa! Is 49 <laughs> today. Love her. Wow. Uh, she is. Uh, I was just watching a clip of her the other day. I don't. We don't get to really see uh, live. We're, uh, we're on the air. We're on really the program, and, and we miss the program. That is correct. Yeah, but we love Kelly. Kelly uh, did a wonderful video for Steve and I as we accepted on behalf of the show a really prestigious award from the National Association of Broadcasters in Washington D.C. We went down there, and Kelly recorded this intro for us. It, it was so was, cool. Really, really cool. She didn't have to do that, but she always helps out with the Camp Out for Hunger, and that's what the award was. It was the uh, Service to the Community Award. Uh, so we uh, we owe Kelly uh, because she's been so good to us over yes. these years. We support her back. 49 today. And uh, she looks fantastic. Sting, Gordon Sumter, is celebrating his 68, or is it Sumner? It's Sumner. 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 He's, uh, he's going out on tour, Preston. He just announced a little while oh. ago. Yeah, okay. Philadelphia was like, show. Wasn't yeah. that just his birthday? I'm like, we, we I remember like pulling up music of his, and that's, that's no, why. We, yes. Yeah, we announced the show <laughs> he's playing. Uh, Sting's awesome. He's he's an incredible musician. I have seen him live one time, uh, and was it the police show at the uh, no, stadium? No, it was actually just um, so my ex girlfriend loves Sting, and okay. so she went and saw him in Holmdel, New Jersey. So I, you know, I had to go. You had to go. Well, they I, say unless you've seen Sting in Holmdel, you haven't seen Sting. Well, I didn't want to go because you know I was working with you guys. Yes. It was like a Wednesday night or a Thursday night. And then we had the uh, MMRBQ, the, no, 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 this is Y100. It was the festival the very next day. Yeah. And so it was You're like, running off to the MMRBQ while you're working for Y100. <laughs> well, no, but I was running While on, you're seeing Sting at Home Bill. Thank I owe this you, pal. Yeah, no, but I was well, running. thank you for nothing. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Now, I was running on fumes is what I meant to say. Okay. <laughs> uh, and so, and going to that concert was not something that I really wanted to do. I had a blast. I thought it was huh? amazing. And there was a ton of hot chicks there. Yeah, I yes. believe it. He draws. He's uh, 68 today, Sting. Uh, Don McClain wrote American Pie and uh, Starry Night. God, and... did I love those songs yeah. when they came out. Uh, this song in the long version is still one of my favorites. I can or Vincent is the name of the song, not A Starry Night. What am I thinking of? Well, I know uh, what you mean. You got the yeah. gist, Vincent Van Gogh. And F him for naming it Vincent. <laughs> uh, so Don celebrates his 74th birthday today. Some great music, absolutely. Uh, Lorraine Bracco, Goodfellas, The Sopranos, uh, of course. I'm uh, I, three episodes from the end of The Sopranos. I'm wow. rewatching it for the first time, and uh, I am really enjoying it. It's uh, it's timeless. It holds up, um, but it really uh, it didn't occur to me the first time around. I thought it was more of a mafia show, which it is, but it's really a, um, a psychotherapy show. That's the whole thing. The whole thing was predicated on on his sessions, Tony Soprano's sessions with her, yeah. and then the peripheral story. But the peripheral story, well, not peripheral, but the mob story overpowered everything. Yeah, the, there's a um, sort of a, a I guess a cinematography trick that they do. The only time in the show where the camera never pans is when they're in her office. So it's always a still shot. Huh. If it's a still shot of her or a still shot of Tony, um, but the the camera doesn't move while in the psych office. That must maybe tr- uh, maybe says focus or something, something like, like that. that yeah. You know, there's a reason behind statement. Uh, it is hand not left, o- Kyle. Not only Lorraine <laughs> Bracco's birthday today, Tiffany celebrates oh. her birthday. The pop singer. She's 48 years old. We tell this story every year, but one of the coolest things we ever had was it was for Fat Tuesday. We were at Fat Tuesday on South Street doing a live broadcast. 
Mr. Green Jeans was our house band. We had told them that Tiffany was in town for a promotional uh, thing for Manic Panic, was a hair dye. Clearly yeah. remember. Yeah. And she was going to come by for an interview. So we said, can you guys learn? I think we're alone now. <laughs> they did. She did it live. The crowd went insane. And she was blown away by how well huh. the band had prepared. And they were doing the backup yeah. harmonies and everything. And she killed it. It was so it's... much freaking fun. <laughs> of all the years oh on air, God. that's one of my favorite moments. Me too. Because we were looking at each other going, dude, yes. this is awesome. You need to understand it was so unbelievably loud. We actually had to go outside a... Uh, they they had a a, 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 a like garage a door. Garage door that came yeah, down yeah. and broadcast outside. But when she went on and did that, <laughs> yep, it just ripped the place up. Yep, I like Tiffany. She's forty eight today. Uh, Efren Ramirez, uh, Pedro from Napoleon oh. Napoleon Dynamite. I hung out with him. Uh, forty six. Where'd you hang out with him? Uh, they did a screening of the Napoleon Dynamite. Um, I think it's. There wasn't even a, a, a number anniversary for it. They just did a screening. They were doing a tour, but him and John Heater and um, the girl. Uh, all did this tour together, and um, they could not have been nicer. It was a really cool screening. Nice. Uh, we also have uh, Paul Tuttle Jr. from American Chopper. Ah, that Paul show? Tuttle Jr. 45. <laughs> What's the status of that thing? Because the, de- the, the whole oh, I gave main up on conceit that. of that show was that the dad and the son always fought. Well, they, they the last I heard, and this was years ago, that that was uh, irreparable, that yeah. they were done. Done. They just, no kidding. Just, just out of each other's lives, period. They hate each other. The son was the talented one. Yep. And, you know, I... The, for some reason, I got sucked up into that show because that was cool. I, I just wanted to see how the motorcycles turned yeah, out because they did yeah. some cool stuff. Uh, the great Mike Rutherford of Genesis oh, and Mike yes. and the Mechanics. Yeah, oh I'm a massive God. Genesis fan. Boy, does this make me cry! I forgot make about this me song. Cry. The Living Years. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he is uh, celebrating his 69th birthday. Who was the lead? Paul Carrick, the singer. Yes, Paul Carrick, exactly. So, uh, happy birthday to Mike Rutherford, 69 years old today. And then the last birthday, actor Avery Brooks. Love him, man. He's great. What what a what a voice on him! What a delivery! American History X. It's the first time I wow. saw him was in, on that series Hawk. Do you remember that Hawk, which was a spinoff of the uh-uh. um, Bob Urich show? I forget what the, the hell it was, but he, he was this uh, this tough ass Shaft kind of guy. Okay, and then Deep Space Nine, he played Cisco, and he was tr- he was fantastic. But American History X. He has a couple of scenes that I think stand with some of the finest moments in movies with some of the best life lessons that oh, he dispenses. There's there's a line that I think about from time to time yeah. and and it's the pivotal moment in the movie where he goes has anything in your you've has anything you've done made your life better. Yeah. And boom just hits vineyard like a ton of bricks. Uh, he is 71 years old today. Happy birthday to everybody celebrating birthdays. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question, and it is about the star fruit. When cut crosswise, it resembles a star. How many points on that star? 215-263-WMMR. I will go to Jason. Hey, Jason. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, bud. So how many points on that star, please? That would be five points. Five points, five points. yeah. Put a star. <laughs> Hang on a second, Jason. I'm going to give you four tickets to the pop-up phenomenon Happy Place coming to the King of Prussia Mall. And this interactive immersive exhibit features more than 15,000 square feet of playful spaces and cheerful moments. It's been called the most Instagrammable pop-up in America. 
Uh, tickets are on sale now via happyplace.me, and the exhibit will be here October 5th through January 5th, occupying the space where J.C. Penney was inside the mall. It's actually like a little, it takes about 45 minutes to go through it, so it's like, really? yeah, like a little event that you can... It's like scene after scene yeah. after scene, right? And you yeah. take all these pictures, and they look really cool. So. I think yeah, you'd want to kind... uh, be get in there early before, you know, get your <laughs> take your pictures and beat the... Uh, yeah. So the it's rush. not old hat by the, the end of the, t- the whole deal. Yeah, and it's yeah. really, it was, it was designed to, um, like, not necessarily for Instagram and social media in mind, although it's like a haven for that. Right. It was designed just to make people happy I as like they that. go through. Dear God, we could use that. Yeah. So go check that out. All right, so let's start with the royal family. Meghan Markle has uh, taken the step of suing the publisher of The Mail on, wow. su- on Sunday after the paper published a handwritten letter her father, Thomas Markle, sent her. The pair have been estranged, obviously, since uh, he backed out of her uh, wedding uh, to Prince Harry at the last minute after a series of embarrassing reports. Hmm. Meanwhile, Harry's defending his wife against the British tabloid press, saying that he could no longer be a silent witness to her private suffering, referencing his mother, uh, Princess Diana, who many believe was literally hounded to death by tabloid reporters. He wrote that his deepest fear is history repeating itself. Uh, he continued in a formal statement saying there comes a point when the only thing to do is to stand up to this behavior because it destroys people and destroys lives. Uh, put simply, it is bullying, which uh, scares and silences people. Because of Princess Diana Preston, that's why they do have laws in place. They'll go, um, they're a lot more lenient, or not lenient, but they they can allow people to sue these tabloids. Mm. And they do often and get money back from it. He said, uh, we all know this isn't acceptable at any level. We won't and can't believe in a world where there is no accountability for mm. this. Uh, though this action may not be the safe one, uh, it's the right one. I've seen what happens when someone I love is uh, commoditized, sorry, to the point that they are no longer treated or seen as a real person. Yeah, you remember it was the uh, the whole uh, accident with Princess Diana and I think it was Dodie Fayette, right? That was yeah. her boyfriend. They yeah. were uh, attempting to elude paparazzi on motorcycles yeah. in paris yeah. yeah yeah in a tunnel and and it's just obviously turned into that um, fatal accident so I, I can understand why yeah absolutely How did they get the uh, i don't know the handwritten letter that's that's no. the weird part yeah yeah because who knows? thomas markle seems to be a high security kind of guy Not an upstanding individual yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh police in la and new york city are deploying extra officers to theater showing joker this opening weekend, and several theater chains are now banning costumes at screenings. Last week, five families in Aurora, Colorado, wrote an open letter to Warner Brothers expressing concern over the film, which stars Joaquin Phoenix as the villain. Uh, the Joker's origin story is explored in a violence-laced tale, which they believe may inspire others to do harm. Uh, the film has been loosely linked to a mass shooting in Aurora, where you remember a gunman killed 12 people and injured 70 during a midnight show of The Dark Knight Rises. Meanwhile, amid the mixed headlines Joker has received before it even bows, Phoenix told Vanity Fair that the gun violence pushback isn't necessarily a bad thing. He said, I didn't imagine that it would be smooth sailing. I uh, said, it's a difficult film. In some ways, it's good that people are having a strong reaction to it. He said, it's like because that's what we have to do. It's so easy for us to. We want the simple answers. We want to vilify people. He said, it allows us to... Feel good if we can identify that as evil, he said. And then he and then he kind of makes a, a paraphrase or, or a, a, a blank quote and says, "Well, I'm not racist because I don't have a Confederate flag or go to uh, go with this protest," and allows us to feel that way. But that's not healthy because we're not really examining our inherent racism that most white people have, certainly or whatever it may be. 
He said, whatever issues you may have, it's too easy for us. And I felt like, yeah, we should explore this villain, this malevolent person. There's no real communication. And to me, that's the value of this. I think we are capable of an audience to see both of those things simultaneously and experience them and value them. Uh, so it opens on Friday. Casey, you saw it? Saw it last night. Initial reaction to it? Uh, I, I thought it was good. I mean, it's I mean, it's a real re- slow build. Okay. Joaquin Phoenix is amazing in it um, because he basically he, he you know he carries the whole film. It's 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 all about him. Uh, but you are following the life of an absolute psychopath. So okay. if anybody can really identify with him, this um, has been done countless times mm-hmm. in in movies. Yeah, where, and 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 sure. they force you to to feel uncomfortable. They did it yeah. with Norman Bates. You felt. Well, he was abused, yeah. you know, clearly. And so that, that's the whole purpose. This this, this kind of, of trope in, in films has existed forever. Yeah. And it's a character study of someone who is apparently, I haven't, not having seen it, but just judging by the trailer, it's a backstory for the Joker saying yeah. he, he was a guy who was so, sort of a, um, a, a, a fuse waiting to be lit. Yeah, you sort of, uh, you know, you... you... <laughs> You just keep peeling these these layers of the onion off. Right, right. And, I mean, it started off not good, and it just it gets keeps, worse. It just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Like so. he doesn't join the four H club at the end. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Well, it's like in in Silence of the Lambs. Uh, Lecter uh, says to Graham, he goes, "Our our Billy Boy wasn't born this way. He was created after years of systematic abuse." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I mean, that's kind of what it looks into as well. I assume I haven't seen it yet, so. Uh, but anyhow, they're just warning, and I, I understand that as well because I mean the, the the one dude, crazy dude, dressed up as a clown and went and killed people. Yes, but, you can understand I mean, you that. Can't blame the movie. They I don't turned think. you away, Casey, last night. You were wearing a Yoda costume. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fool? sorry, sir. Yeah. This is the wrong film. It doesn't matter. You're just I just oh. totally unaware. <laughs> we will not allow you in our theater. The Yoda does not make any appearance in this movie. Uh, hmm. What are you doing? I, I just love Yoda. So <laughs> I just really like Yoda. <laughs> what? A, love Yoda, I do. A French comedian crashed Chanel's spring-summer 2020 runway show at Paris Fashion Week, but Gigi Hadid managed to confront her and escort her off stage. Is that funny? <laughs> There's your superhero, folks. Yeah, right there. Seriously. Supermodel. Uh, let's see. Marie Sin... stronger than the other models. <laughs> Marie Sinfiltre, whose real name is Marie... Uh, Benolay, of course it is. Uh, managed to evade security guards and scramble onto the runway, which was designed to look like rooftops of Paris. Uh, and she had she has about two hundred thirty thousand subscribers on YouTube. Uh, footage posted by Dazed Fashion on Instagram show Hadid approaching her and ushering her away. It's not uh, Benolay's first gate crash. Last week she showed up at. Uh, Etam's runway show wearing metallic underwear. That's not funny. <laughs> In 2017, she appeared on the Cannes Film Festival red carpet with the words Seeking Role and a phone number written on her back. I tell you what, though. Thank God for Gigi Hadid and her courage. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Leave into action. <laughs> Took that bitch down. Absolutely. Uh, so it was just a goofy stunt, and uh, she confronted her about it. Gigi, don't play that. Uh, this is... This is pretty interesting. Matt Damon turned down $250 million to play the lead in Avatar. He revealed him in British GQ in their latest cover story. He said, said, Jim Cameron offered me Avatar, and when he offered it to me, he says, now listen, 
I don't need anybody. I don't need a name for this, a named actor. If you don't take this, I'm going to find an unknown actor and give it to him because the movie doesn't really need you. But if what? you take the part, I'll give you 10% of so on and so forth. Yeah. Oh, man. And it would have added up to $250 million, a quarter of a billion dollars. Wow. The role eventually went to Sam Worthington, who was awesome in it. I, my guess is he didn't get that same percentage. I don't think he deal. got the same deal. And, uh, yes, he does admit that he regrets passing on the role, which has four sequels in the works. He said, so, yeah, I've left more money on the table than any actor, actually. <laughs> he said, I mean, the bigger thing is still to this day, my bigger regret is it would have caused a problem for Paul Greengrass and for all my friends on The Bourne Ultimatum. So I couldn't do it. But Cameron said to me in that in the course of that conversation, he goes, well, you know, I've only made six movies. And he said, I didn't realize that. So at that time, Cameron had only directed sure. six yeah, yeah, yeah. big budget films anyway. And they had oh, done wow. well. Yes. Yeah. So so ultimately, um, yeah, I think most actors would accept a percentage on that deal. He said uh, he works so infrequently, but his movies, you know all of them. Uh, so it feels like he's made more than he has. I realize in having to say no that I was probably passing on the chance to ever work with him. So that sucked, and that's still brutal. He said, but... My kids are eating, so I'm doing okay. Yeah, I mean, it would be a lot different if it was like, uh, you know, somebody who's really, really struggling. Falling on hard times, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's doing uh, fine. But uh, he did that movie Ethereum, right? Is that what it was called? Uh, Elysium. Elysium, Elysium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that good. Uh, it wasn't. I wonder if, uh, around what time that was, because he was saying Born Ultimatum, but. That came after that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jody Foster's in that Elysium, right? Yeah. Can next be seen in Le Mans 66, co-starring Christian Bale. That looks good. It What's does. that about? It's a Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, Shelby Ooh. versus Ferrari. Yeah. And, and so it's a it's sort of a history of the both car makers and um, why one was more successful than others and then what Ford do, uh, did to uh, compete with the Ferrari team. That sounds pretty cool. Uh, let's see. The older private, Kendall Jenner. Brought the a ultra date. private? <laughs> what? That's what it says here. <laughs> Brought a date to Haley and Justin Bieber's second wedding Monday night, but she insisted they're not together. Sharing a photo... It was Tracy Morgan, right? ...of herself and her date for the event, Phi Cadra. Phi Cadra? Yeah. From Earth? Uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe. I, you know what? They didn't indicate what... Plan, I am Phi Cadra. ...which, um, you know, system Phi Cadra came from. Let's attach ponytails so I can feel your soul. <laughs> Oh, from Avatar. Avatar, yeah, yeah. From yeah, Pandora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 27-year-old wrote, we don't date, he's just my date. Uh, well, I hope I cleared it all up for yeah, you. Yeah, you did. Look at this picture here, and I saw this picture yesterday. Is that, is her waist really that thin? I guess so. I guess, I mean. Kendall, right? They all have that. Yeah. They're all doing something. Yeah, they're removing ribs. It's the Kimwear. Hey, Kimoji. Kimoji. Kim, kimono. Kimergery. Kimergery. <laughs> I think they're surgery done on Kim Kardashian. Yeah, I think they get some sort of like butt implants to make their hips wider. Like I think their waist is actually that size, but then maybe the 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 booty pop or something. There's I don't something know. going on. There's something going that on because did. they all have it. Yeah, liposuction and booty pop. I guess maybe. Uh, director Kevin Smith is beyond thrilled to have made up with uh, Ben Affleck after falling out. We're happy with it. He told Variety, Ben coming back was everything. Not only did I get to add that character, Holden, who he played in Chasing Amy back into the mix, 
but it's one of the best scenes in the movie. We were just talking to, it was Donnell the other day. Donnell, yes. um, Who is in the uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot, and he said this scene with Ben Affleck blew him away. He said it starts off where you're laughing, and then it hits you on another level, and it just got to him, and he was just wiped, you know, wiped out. Yeah, but he said he said it's one of the best scenes in the movie, according to to Kevin. He said we, we didn't have we didn't even have Ben's role in the flick when we started shooting. We shot it on the last day, and I wrote it like a week before wrap. Uh, so this is going to hit theaters on October fifteenth. In a way, again, when we talked to Kevin Smith about the whole thing and how they all how they came back together, it was just a nice reaffirmation that if you have if relationships have become strained in your life. You know, maybe extend the olive branches. Yeah. It's it's worth revisiting, unless that person is a brutal homicidal killer. Yeah. Then we best left alone. Uh, let's see. Johnny Depp's legal team is trying to remove all references to his alleged violence against ex-wife Amber Heard. Removed from his ongoing lawsuit with Greg Rocky Brooks. No, I had to look up the lawsuit with Greg Rocky Brooks. Who is Greg Rocky Brooks? Yeah, right? Well, Brooks, here, here's the story. He said that Johnny attacked him while shooting the film City of Lies. This okay. is back in 2017. According to a source, Depp told a crew member on the film, and this may remind you, yeah. that he would give him $100,000 to punch him in the face. Yeah. Punch punch himself. Punch Johnny, punch me in the face right. is basically what he's saying. So Brooks is now seeking retribution in the form of a lawsuit. Brooks was hired as a location manager uh, during the filming and tells the story of Biggie Smalls' murder. In the film, Depp plays LAPD Detective Russell Poole, who investigated the late rapper's killing. The crew member alleges that Depp hired two of Brooks's friends to work on a scene in downtown Los Angeles on April 13, 2017. Brooks alleges the scene wasn't working and that they only had one more shot at finishing it on time. Brooks then informed Johnny that they only had one chance left to finish the scene. The lawsuit alleges that Brooks was concerned about Depp's volatility and attempted to get some security from a Los Angeles Police Department officer for protection. Brooks claims that Depp attacked him and angrily screamed, Who the F are you? Mm. You have no right to tell me what to do. And then he punched him twice in the rib cage. This is what this guy is saying. The crew member alleges uh, that he did not react to Depp's reported outburst Uh, to which the actor had screamed at him, stating, I will give you $100,000 to punch me in the face right now. (laughs) Come on! Uh, I I, I want to see how this all shakes out. It's it's a lo- it's a little bit like Les Grossman. Yeah. in that scene. What what are you a key grip? Yeah, punch him in the face <laughs> right now. Sorry, man. <laughs> Sorry, man. I got to do this. <laughs> Come on. It's exactly like that. Who's the key? I grip have here? enough money to make people do stuff like this. <laughs> uh, I'm Dep- investigating the mirror of Biggie Smills. Uh, <laughs> You get pinched in the face. You get pinched in the face. Uh, the Dev's bodyguards reportedly removed him from the area. Brooks alleges that Depp was drunk during the incident, and the suit against the actor by Brooks reportedly seeks unspecified damages. So we'll see. You want some uh, breaking news? You don't care about Preston? Oh, please! Uh, apparently, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott have broken up. <gasps> what? Oh no! Yeah, I oh, thought you had that. Break. Oh, okay. Yeah, there will no. Be- Nick, yeah. they're just taking a break. No, there's a, there's a difference. The, okay. the, those on the inside believe this is it. Wow, it's a it, they're broken up. 
Man. But what they're are... saying they're taking a break. So. Right. Uh, they say things all the time. I'm sorry, Steve. I can't report you speculation. Know, I know. That's uh, that's what I admire about you. <laughs> Here, here's there, There's My a silver integrity? lining. Your journalistic integrity <laughs> when it comes to reporting on uh, Kyle and uh, Kendall a, and uh, yeah, all this. Yeah, there's a silver and lining Mike here. Reno. Go ahead. Mike Reno? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> From Loverboy. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Uh, the, the silver lining here is is Travis Scott is going to turn this into a masterpiece of music. Oh, mm. yeah. Just this broken heart. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's see. Two more quick things. Four months after breaking up with Kyle Draper, Orange is a new black star. Laverne Cox is ready to meet someone special. Oh, this is fantastic news. He dropped a sexy video on Instagram writing, single lady here. It's okay. It's okay to slide into my DMs, gentlemen. Wow! Don't be scared. Just be respectful. Los Angeles area preferred. Talk soon. Hmm. I think you you might have scooped the major news outlets with this one. Wow! But listen, that she wants to date. To put that out there on Instagram, uh, she's got three point nine million followers. Nick just pulled up here, so she's probably gonna have a lot of uh, sliding. Uh, yeah, it's quite a bit of sliding to do. So good luck with that. And then one last thing, uh, Ryan Reynolds is here to fight bad guys in Michael Bay's Six Underground. I watched the trailer for this this morning. Uh, And? It looks pretty good. The film focuses on six billionaires who fake their own deaths to form a team of baddie-destroying good guys. Really? Uh, The film will bow on Netflix uh, December 13th. So six, uh, or I'm sorry, yeah, six billionaires who fake their own deaths to become superheroes, I guess. Well, the idea is that, yeah, they um, or, or they, they go off the vigilantes. grid. They're, they're assumed to be non-existent, and then they can operate outside the uh, parameters of the law. Sounds legit. Yeah. Based on a true story, but it has all the classic <laughs> yeah. Michael Bay yeah. visuals. Yeah. Of course. Just outlandish stuff, but uh, hey. So they have loads of resources to get whatever they need, right? Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's direct to Netflix, though, is it not? Yep. December thirteenth. Wow, yeah. we, I mean, this is a this is a high yeah. cost movie. Michael Bay bypassing the theaters, Reynolds, yeah. going directly to Netflix. Yeah. They did it with that uh, Ben Affleck movie that came out, the drug uh, trade movie. Yes, and, and yeah. Yeah. same thing. Like what was it called? Case something about frontiers. Yeah, and that and that, that was never in theaters. Went right to uh, and that was you know a lot of money be- behind that one. It did, yeah. it was all right. I'll yeah. tell you what the um, the big one, the one that everyone's anticipating, is the Irishman, the yep. uh, Scorsese film, which maybe will run for just a week in a theater to get Oscar consideration. Yep. But it's going right to Netflix. And Preston, I think it's like a three and a half hour epic. Jeez. Yeah. Damn. All right. Uh, we're ready for clips, so let's get to them. In the new Fox drama Almost Family, a fertility doctor uses his own sperm sperm that's a dirty word. To conceive at least 100 children, ultimately leaning to his kids uniting with each other. In this clip, Emily Osment discusses the show's true-to-life plot. Here we go. This is pretty much ripped from the headlines in so many ways. And, and I know our writers are very aware that this is a very topical show. This is something that people are going through that's very difficult to comprehend. You not being a part of your own, what you thought was your biological family. Shut the f- a uh, series premiere of Almost Family is tonight, 9 o'clock on Fox. I'm glad it's a series premiere because otherwise I would have been like, you know, the third yeah, season yeah, right yeah. tonight. <laughs> series yeah, really? finale. Uh, uh, Kathy, on a, just a side note here, you see that uh, Shyamalan is on This Is Us. You're, uh... Really? Yeah. Yes. No, and in that. fact, if you follow him on uh, social media, he was talking about how nice the crew was to him. Wait, you know what? I did see, and I, I thought for a second, is that him? And then it, like, slipped my mind. So He, he... played L. Light Lamanon. <laughs> no, okay. All right, all right. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so if you saw a guy that looked like M. Night Shyamalan. It was him. It was M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Here's the next clip. 
Dex Parios is a Marine veteran turned skilled private investigator in the new show Stump Town. Stump Town? Yeah. And in this clip, Kobe Smolders describes the depth of her character. She's so uh, multi-layered and just fascinating and a, like kind of a mess of a human being, but also so honorable and really is noble in everything she tries to do. Yeah! Love Colby Smolders. I've gotten so used to her in the MCU that it's odd seeing her with long hair now. Yeah. And she looks great. And uh, Stumptown airs tonight, 10 o'clock, and that is on ABC. Don't forget to watch Stumptown. And that's the entertainment report for today. I'm saying good. October 2nd, 2019. Yeah. I, think, I think you broke a couple of headlines this morning did, with that yeah. whole uh, somebody wants to date. Yeah, right? Yeah. Wow. Ripped from the pages of today's headlines. We try to be as current as we can be. <laughs> All right, so uh, we have a lot going on. Uh, we have Money Shark coming up. We have an announcement about Save the Date event. We're going to live on Fox Good Day today. Uh, Brandon Graham from the Eagles will be joining us in just a few minutes. And we've got a lot of giveaways, including a screening of the film Gemini Man, which I've just been handed the passes to. It's that Will Smith movie where he plays an older, older, current version of him and a younger version of himself. It looks wild. October 8th, so that is next Tuesday, uh, 7.30 at the Regal King of Prussia. Uh, so we're going to take, is that correct? Yeah, well, I mean, UA and Regal are in the same family, correct? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so let's take... Liverwurst is not baloney, correct? <laughs> I think correct. so. Let's take five callers. We'll put you on the list. 215-263-WMMR. It hits theaters nationwide Friday, October 11th, but our screening is next Tuesday. You mm. need to be there by 7. So give us a call right now. Yeah, it says the Regal UA Riverview. I've always just started as the UA Riverview. Wait, All this right. is King of Prussia, though. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> King of Prussia. Yes. Okay. I, the, the, he just pulled this up online. I, I messed up. It nah. says UA yeah, this review. Is King of Prussia. You want King of Prussia? <laughs> just drive around. There's only one movie theater in King of Prussia. You'll find it. <laughs> Come on. There used to be two. Do you want us to drive you there? It really pissed me off. Yeah. There was the king and the queen. You yeah. Know, I, I can't tell the difference between the two of those. Yep. Nope. Now you're good to go. Thank all you. Right. So are all we right. all good here? Yeah. yeah. We're, yeah. we're fine yeah. here. All right. Uh, don't ever play this again. We're going right. to take a break and we'll be back in just a moment. A lot to be had today. Make sure you stay with us. 93.3 WMMR proudly supports the inaugural Market Street Run for Blue, presented by Wawa. Sunday, October 27th, the event benefits the Philadelphia Police Foundation with a run through historic Old City to 30th Street Station and back for a post-run festival at Penn's Landing, featuring food and beverages courtesy of Wawa, awards for top finishers in multiple age groups, and fun for the whole family. Click events at WMMR.com for all the details and to get signed up. Sunday, October 27th. It's the Market Street Run for Blue. Presented by Wawa. 93.3 WMMR is putting Philly first. I do want to mention the fact that our friends at Panera are, you since they were your fine sponsor right there, Kathy, for traffic, are uh, serving up breakfast at our calendar shoot today. Today is day one of the shooting of the Preston and Steve Tolley office calendar. Twelve beautiful ladies at a wonderful location, which we'll disclose a little bit later on, probably. I'm thrilled with this location. Start to shoot this morning, and uh, we'll have details down the road, and when we'll be rolling out the calendar this year and your chance to grab it. Uh, so listen up for those details down the road. And if you follow along on our social media, we'll probably uh, be reposting some of the uh, girls if they give a little sneak peek of their shoot or ah. something like that. 
uh, Marissa's going to kind of follow along and, and uh, retweet those and uh, reshare them. Yeah. For years, we've been smart enough to stay away because we only screw things up. It's and, true. Uh, Kathy, I know <laughs> I you'll I was always just getting in the way. Yeah. This is a waste of time. Yeah. And uh, let them do what they do best. Yep. And uh, then we're, we're always thrilled with the results. We will see the fruits of their labor. Uh, we have Money Shark coming up around 8 o'clock. Going live on Fox Good Day today as well. And a number of other things. Lots of giveaways through the course of the show. Uh, but we have a, a guest who is on the line. Called us and said, I got to come on the program. Yes. <laughs> literally, literally begging. Reached out. Um, that uh, might not begging. be exactly right. And Te- I was like, we te- don't have time today. Maybe tomorrow. Technically, he reached out. Yes. And we'll stick with that. Well, a part of him reached out. Should I, should I welcome him first and then we'll hear the story? Yeah. yeah. Sure. All right. Uh, he is the defensive end of your Philadelphia Eagles. Tenth year on the team. Ladies and gentlemen, give some love to Mr. Brandon Graham. Yeah. Hey, Brandon. How you doing, man? Oh, man, I'm doing good. How you doing? We're doing great. Okay, so we got to talk about how this interview came about. Casey, you want to handle it? Well, I got a, 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 I had a missed phone call early yesterday from uh, from this gentleman, from Brandon Graham. I'm like, oh, man, I wonder why he's calling me. <laughs> so, I mean, we were in the middle of a segment. I you was must like, have been excited, right? Yeah. yeah. Brandon Graham. Well, because he and I have gone back and forth. Um, I, and in yep. fact, after you signed back, you know, with the Eagles, which we didn't think was going to happen. I, you know, I thought, you know, you were going to finish your career somewhere else. And when you decided to sign and stay in Philadelphia, I was, I was thrilled. I, I love having you a part of this team and I love having you uh, be a part of this city. Um, so I reached out to you back then about having you on and you know, you know things happen and, and, and you didn't come on and then I, so I got this call and I was like oh my god, Brittany Graham's calling me. He wants to come on now. So I He's call- seen the error of his ways. <laughs> so I leave the studio in the middle of a break I call him back and in the middle of the phone ringing I get a text message from him saying, sorry, man, that was my bad. And so he clearly didn't want to answer the phone and sent me a text message. And, and then I said, well, we'd love to have you on. And uh, here we are. Yep. Yeah. Hey, so. That was real cool, though, like how it happened. Uh, that's what, what I see. But that's why I knew when uh, when we started talking, I was like, dang, I forgot to uh, hit him back to get on around that time, like you said, when you text me. So I was like, yeah, whenever, man, let's go ahead, let's get it. And nice. then today, it ended up being today. Was well, it was it a classic <laughs> butt dial, or did you hit the wrong number, like, in your contacts? Uh, just hit the um, wrong number in my contacts. Okay. But, but it was perfect, though. It's perfect. <laughs> I've done that. I've done that I don't know how many times. I go, oh, no, 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 yeah. no, stop, stop, stop. That rings, like, immediately. Even if uh-huh. you catch it, like, uh-huh. they get a missed call. And, and Brandon, I'm sure that yeah. in many cases, a lot of times it's the person, like in this case, the person you least want to talk to. <laughs> no, I'll take it. You're probably right. He's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I called that guy. Oh, no, no, oh, no. Don't go through. People. Don't go through. <laughs> Hey, hey, you know what? At least you're not begging for some money. That's- <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brandon, I wanted to ask you about a post you have on Instagram. I think it might be your most recent one on your on your sneakers, on your shoes. You have you have a picture of your wife. You had it, I guess, uh, airbrushed on there. Uh, are these are these your game shoes? Yeah, you know, uh, this year, you know, I wanted to get some points with the wife. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> dude, you're <laughs> smooth. <laughs> So, you know, uh, the cleats, um, you know, it was real cool. Uh, something that, you know, I wanted to do dedicated to my family, people that I love, you know. And so I did baby girl and baby boy the first game. Aww. I just didn't post them on my social media 
Uh, but I, I'll send you the picture, and then um, I uh, ended up doing my wife the one that you just seen. And, you know, this time I'm doing the whole family picture. Wow. Oh, that's it. Your, your kids are adorable. Your daughter, uh, I've seen a yeah. you know, video of her with, with, your, with your young, young son, and, and she, is just, she just loves him to death, it seems like. Yeah, you know, and it's it's cool because he's a big help to the wife, and you know that that helps me out while I'm away until I get home. So yeah, um, you know, good good times right now. Just trying to enjoy every moment. Yeah, that's great. Man. So has the um the NFL sort of softened its stance on um your footwear and things that you get to wear during the games, or are, so those? I'm sorry, the cleats are, are those for pregame warm up? Are you actually allowed to wear those during the game? No, you're allowed to wear them now during the game. Uh, you know. Um, most of the time, they got to be white cleats so that mm-hmm. you can, you know, um, you know, put your design on them. They would prefer white cleats, and you know, um, just be respectful of what you put on there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's it. And uh, so, so we're in October now. Does that mean you guys are going to start wearing uh, pink for the rest of the month? Uh, I think um, they only do it now for one game. It used to be, I know how it used to be every every game in October. Okay, uh, but you know, I, I got my I got mine prepared for you know to dedicate it. You know, so I'm excited for that too. It's funny how with the you know the uniforms and obviously the, you know I, I, we we get the impression that that you, you like you sort of get the once over before you take the field. Do you do you get a little quick review of your uniform as you're going out, or I mean, do people try to sneak things out occasionally? As far as what, like, because uh, uh, I, I I forget which which player I forget who it was, but he's he's determined to wear this watch on the field. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I, who is it? Is it Beckham? Is it uh, Odell? Is it, Ob- is it? I think it's OBJ. Yeah, yeah. yeah where, and he's he's got uh-huh. this watch that to me looks like it could slice someone's head off. But Steve, I think it literally, I think it's a half a million dollar watch. Is oh, it? God. Yeah, I think the retail on it is five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, have you heard about this, uh, Brandon? This, this, yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yep, I've seen it. And he said he was going to stay uh, keep wearing it, right? Or <laughs> and he it, wore another one too. <laughs> and if you have a half a million dollar watch, the I think you want to wear it on a football field. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be hit by you know a dozen guys. Yeah, I know. So whoever whoever he getting the watch from, I'm sure uh, <laughs> you know they're endorsing them. They're going to pay the money. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. <laughs> you know, it's it's crazy. Like you don't. I think professional football uniforms are so cool looking. You don't need to add things like a watch to it to make huh. them look any cooler. Um, and I, I, it's sort of like a double-edged sword here, right? Because the Eagles are my team, and you don't want to sort of admit out loud that you like other teams' uniforms. And I'm going to say this because you're from Michigan, you're from Detroit, but, like, dude, the Lions' uniforms are awesome. Uh, would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. You know, I used to like the old-school blue uh, and, and, and gray that they used to wear, too. Uh, that, that uniform, when they bring out uh, the throwbacks, um, that, that, like, dark blue was well, like a little – you know, in the middle where it's like dark blue and the gray uh, pants. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm uh, I like the all brown too on the Browns too. Yeah. Um, honestly, that watch deal is sweet with uh, OBJ uh, when he wore it, but I do get it. Like, why? Why do you want to? You know, risk breaking? It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. I like I like the visors. The visors are awesome. The uh, yeah, any, anything that makes you look like RoboCop. Dude, is a I win. love the visors and like so Oakley. They're, they're freaking. It makes you look like kill robots. Yeah, it looks really really cool. I I, I don't know. Do you have a visor in your helmet? Um. This year, you know what? Um, Fletch talked me into getting one, so I ended up getting a clear one um, okay. this year. And, um, you know, it's cool. It's not bad. It's not as bad as I thought. Uh, I didn't think you could breathe with the visors, but, um, you know, I, I feel like I've been, you know, able to do the same thing. 
Hey, um, I want to ask you about. All right, so, by the way, uh, thank you uh, for the strip sack on Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, I never got to formally thank you for that, but I wanted to thank you for that. And then also, you know, pick, uh, Barnett uh, had a strip sack on Thursday night against uh, Aaron Rodgers, and you're the one who picked up the fumble. When something like that happens, how are you made aware that the ball is on the ground? Uh, well, you know, I, I luckily I seen Derek coming, you know, and then once the ball came out, I just headed straight to, uh, you know, where it was, and um, Bakhtiari ended up, you know, thinking the same thing as me, and, you know, we ended up fighting for it. Uh, but, you know, uh, I think, um, you know, if I didn't see it, you know, I still would have tried to figure out where the ball was because, you know, uh, whenever – Whenever somebody got the ball, you always got their eyes on them wherever it go. Well, Brandon, so, uh, are you assisted by the computer readout on the inside of your visor? <laughs> the, the little, the little target? Like Iron Man? Like Iron Man? <laughs> <laughs> See, I just, I wasn't sure how much you can actually hear while you're in that scrum because, you know, obviously you have, you know, 70,000, 80,000 people in the stadium uh, and then you're, you're, you know, banging heads with people yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So, like, what can you actually hear when you're in the middle of a play? Uh, you can't really hear too much. Uh, you just know you hear, I mean, the grunt, you got a lot of grunting and fighting going on, especially up front. And, you know, only time, only thing you hear is the quarterback when he's making the, the play, I mean, making the calls. But once the play going, you know, you don't hear nothing. Other than just God bless you, man. Ball, ball. I don't know how anyone does that. Yeah. So you don't hear any coaches from the sideline yelling pass or anything like that? Uh, no, okay. uh, especially when it's loud. Yeah, it's yeah. Loud, you yeah. know, but if, you know, home games, it's real loud because they, you know, they got to be loud because I'm on the field with the offense. But um, away games, you know, you can hear that better. I will say that uh, okay. because it's not as loud when an offense on the field for us. Right. Brandon, I think the Eagles have uh, five or six night games this year. And, and you know, we got to be at work at, at five in the morning. So the night games for us are just uh, next to impossible. Do you like playing at night, do you, is it something where you'd rather play the 1 o'clock or 4 o'clock game, or does it matter to you? Uh, you know what? I appreciate the night games because those are national games. But, you know, if I got to start, I get up I get up right now, you know, 1 o'clock and get, ready, get right to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I assume that, that for the, the waiting can be a pain in the ass. Like, if you can just get up, go, and get to it, it's, it's more linear. I think when you have to kill time, that's got to be an energy suck. Yeah, and you know you gotta you gotta try to stay calm most of the day because yeah. you don't want to overdo it. You right. want you want to save all your energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, waking right up, you know, and get right to it uh, is, is is cool because that's what you used to anyway. Because you know today, like today, we got one o'clock practice, and so um, you know it's just what, around the time that you used to. Right. So you guys played on Thursday night, and I know that there's been a lot of debate on Thursday night games in the NFL, and they're talking about doing away with it. And I'm sure you as a as a player. Uh, you know, the quick turnaround is, is a colossal pain in the ass and, and actually kind of dangerous. But I like the idea of a Thursday night game. And, and hear me out here. Uh, I, but I think you don't have to have one every single week in the NFL. And, and so if you get a vote here, here's what I would propose. <laughs> you have a Thursday night game for the first uh, for the first week of the NFL. Right. That way it's not a short week for anybody. And then you only have Thursday night games after bye weeks. And the only teams that can play on a Thursday night are teams that are coming off of a bye week. So then you would have a Thursday night game week 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, uh, maybe 12. And then that's it. What are, what are your thoughts on something like that? Dang, that's kind of that's sweet. I ain't never, you know, heard nobody really, you know, suggest 
some for Thursday night, but you know that seemed like that's a, a a nicer way, you know, especially coming off a of bye and then the first game of the season, you know, Thursday night game. Uh, and then you know you could even do two on a um, on a Thursday night game like they do on a Monday night. You know how they do the Monday night two games. Yeah, would you uh, still have the same amount of games? No, you would still have the uh, same amount of games. But the only so the only thing is, you know, the, the people that are that are playing on a Thursday night, they're not you know playing on Sunday and then <clears throat> you know a four day turnaround on playing well, on Sunday. And then not only that, so sure they they have a shorter bye week, but. Uh, then they get a long week after that as well, so it's almost like yeah. two week and a half bye weeks, almost. Yeah, right. All right, it, all right. It's cool because you know that's the only thing that's good about the Thursday nights. You get Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. All right. And you usually come back Monday and then off Tuesday. So it seems like you and, get. Go ahead. You get you get a good good little break uh, afterwards. It's just a grind. Anytime they add something that's a, that generates revenue, it's like taxes. They never repeal a tax. Well, they won't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, so, so it's 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 a revenue thing, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah. So, uh, but the, the trick is obviously you want if you're if you're running players down so much that the injury level skips up, that's counterproductive. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Hey, Brandon, I had to ask when you guys played the Redskins, you were mic'd up in the middle of the game. You said you wanted a Popeyes chicken sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever get one? Uh, you know, I haven't got one yet. I, what? You know, I need to, I need to, you know, that they done ran out for me. I got to wait till they, till they come back. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, then there's no hope for us. No. If an NFL player doesn't get a, a Popeye's chicken sandwich, <laughs> we're, well, we're, well, we're know, I, got a, I got one for real, uh, in real life, but uh, the, the Popeye's chicken sandwich I'm talking about is the facts. That's what I was saying. Oh, um, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's something you can't teach players in the NFL, and that's that's how to have uh, you know a, a level head and the right personality. And so, so not everybody can be a Brandon Graham. And the way you have engaged the the media and and the fans of, of the city of Philadelphia is. Um, it's it's awesome. Like I, I see your interaction. I think I texted this to you yesterday. Your interaction with Derek Gunn from NBC Sports Philadelphia. I'm jealous of it because it looks like you guys have a great relationship. I kind of want to be best friends with you, but um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, uh, that's just who you are as a person. I mean, has anybody from the league ever you know asked you about you know because they have these symposiums for rookies that are coming in to the league on, on you know how to deal with the media in your uh, Early years, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Um, you know, really, nobody ever taught me. I just wanted to. I just knew that they had a job to do. And once I got my personal feelings out of it, because at first, you know, I used to be mad at the media, especially being here. You know, getting hurt, and then you know, not even really, you know, um, like playing like I I know I could play. And so, um, you know, at first, it, it was me on my personal. Like I had to get over the personal part of they just talk about, you know, me, they try to be friends with me. But, you know, once I learned that they got a job and, you know, whatever I want them to know, uh, I can tell them, you know, I, I started to refocus and, you know, started to think, of the, think differently on how I viewed them. You know, so that's what made me start to be cool and just talk to them and have fun. And, you know, it makes it easier, um, you know, for, for me and uh, and them. So, um if if it if it's a good work relationship, you know that's that's all I really want. Me and D Gun and just turn into something else because you know uh, that's just like that's what happened. It just happened in an organic way, and yeah. I, I got other relationships with other people too. But you know that just seemed to happen naturally well, uh, with the media. With with with, with your ability to interact, as Casey's pointing out, and you're 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 an affable person, and and that comes across. Have you do you have any designs on 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 post post career broadcasting yourself? 
Uh, that's what um you know I'm doing now. I'm I'm doing radio. You yeah. Know, I'm trying to see if radio is something. Uh, I'm try, uh, I did on camera. You know, um, a couple years. Every year I try to do something, and and knowing that I'm gonna stay in Philly after football. You know, I know that um I do want to try that out, uh, especially. Um, you know, right after, or should I wait a year? Yeah. Enjoy family time and then start. Mm-hmm. You know, so. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, we had an eagle who was an intern here one time. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We had a, we had a former eagle was an intern of ours. So uh, yeah. Yeah, and that's what I say. Like, I want to do it. I want to. I want to be treated like the rookie and, and work my way oh, up. Oh, we could do that. Oh, <laughs> you, you got it, man. <laughs> You know, because I really want to, you know, give it the respect because y'all got okay. a real job. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, every everybody think it's easy until you know you actually that's your job. So you know what, Brandon? You know. The real secret is it's it's pretty easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, no. Everything requires yeah. work, and it shows. It shows that you, you, know, you. Uh, again, that's that's a good work ethic, which we know you have a, a solid work ethic. You you show respect for other people's occupations and and what they. You know the, the the stuff they need to go through in a crew and 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 to get good at what they do. So yeah, but ultimately, I think that the same thing that makes you an exemplary athlete would carry well into broadcasting. So yeah. I, you're okay. set. You can be an intern anytime you want. So, <laughs> yeah. you, you know that's what I'm saying. Like you know, uh, I see a lot of guys that get on, and then next you know you don't see them no more. You know, I want to really make sure right. that I practice. That's what I mean. If, well, if, if I'm going to do it, <laughs> it's funny because you talk about probably the greatest uh, running back in NFL history, and I know I'm going to ruffle some feathers, but Emmett Smith, um, he was he was not a good broadcaster, and, you know, and they tried him out on the sideline, and and I, you know, my my heart goes out to him because if you listen to the show, you know that I'm terrible, so it's like, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> How can you judge? But he was really, really bad, and they almost retired him mid-game. You know, <laughs> he was that. goodbye. goodbye. Uh, you know, it's it's so different calling games too, and then being on the sideline doing a little. It seemed easy, you know, because you see other people make it look natural, uh, natural and easy. Yeah. But when you get out there, I'm telling you, I know when that when the camera come on, you don't know. How you how your heart will start beating fast? <laughs> you know, your mouth get dry. You need some water. <laughs> All right, so so Brandon, just between you and us, uh, who what former player is the worst broadcaster? Because I I have an opinion. Ooh, damn, that's it. <laughs> you know what? I, ask me after. <laughs> All right, after yeah. All right so here's, here's an easier one. Who's who? <laughs> Well, okay, now I don't want to get you in trouble, so we'll leave. We'll I, let that be. But personally, yeah. I, I just I thought Jason Witten was terrible, and and uh, you know it is. It's a really difficult thing to do, so I don't mean to cast aspersions, but the guy yeah, was just so awful. Funny, that was the first person I thought about. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. He's back in the league anyway. Yeah. Yeah. He, came, he came right back to football. Like uh, this ain't working out like I thought. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brandon, we've had um, professional athletes on our show uh, many, many times, and I always ask them to do something specific. Specifically for me in a game, so I know it's for me and uh, and anybody else listening. They're like, "Oh, Brandon's thinking of Casey right now." You want so, you want him to hit a home run? I want you to hit a home run, preferably with the bases loaded. No, what what I would like to see, Brandon, is on your next sack. I want you to do the Pee Wee Herman dance. The, the Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, you know when he does it. Yeah, you might have to research that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that, he's guaranteed. Right yeah. Just the uh, way he, he dialed you with intent. Well, here's the thing. If he does that on national television, he's he's going to be all over the media for doing the P.B. Herman dance. I'm telling you. Yeah, of course. Yes. Uh, listen, to, Brandon, I'm an idea guy, right? Yeah. So just listen to my idea. Look at how he yeah, solved yeah. the Thursday night game crisis. You see yeah. that? There we go. 
Hey, uh, Brandon, before we wrap up, I do want to ask about uh, the upcoming game. You guys got the Jets. They're 0-3. When you're going in and facing a team that doesn't have any wins, um, I would imagine you can't just dismiss that because, you know, they might be hungry enough to where they really switch it into another gear. Is that something that you consider when you're going into a team like that? Oh, yeah, that's true, uh, especially with the roster that they got. You know, I know injuries play a lot, you know, with uh, you know with them too. And then, you know, I, I know that they got some good – good coaches and stuff over there so i mean i i don't look at nobody as you know quitters and so I, i'm gonna give them the proper respect i feel like you know the jets gonna come here and try to prove something especially with with joe uh being you know with us and now over there i'm sure he's gonna have a couple of things to say uh just to you know let him get him fired up so you know uh, I'm, I'm prepared you know, for a battle. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Excellent. Well, listen, have a good practice today, man. It's good to, good to catch up with you. Thanks for reaching out to us. Yeah. <laughs> to come on the show. That was really special, man. We appreciate it. <laughs> don't right. wait so long next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, don't wait so long. Honestly, if you ever call and we don't pick up, just leave a message and we'll get back to you. <laughs> Hey, Casey, I appreciate y'all uh, because, let me tell you, I, this is the most fun I've had in the morning on a radio show. Oh, oh, I will right. say that. Well, <laughs> All right, well, well, we'll give you a call next week then. <laughs> okay. All right, thanks, Brandon. Take care, man. Brandon Graham, guys. That is a good man right there. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. All right, we have a lot to get to through the course of this morning. When we return, uh, we're going to go live on Fox Good Day. We have the Bizarre File. We're going to give you a save-the-date announcement. We're going to have your chance to win $1,000. And are we teasing something else? With with what? With the... Oh, yes, and that's right. Uh We have a very cool... Thank you for reminding me. I didn't even have that on my list. I got too much stuff. So you'll want to stick around. For when we come back, dear friends, we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. A little spit string on your microphone. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Really? All right, so in about 10 <laughs> seconds, we're going live on uh, Fox Good Day. The music will mean that we are ready to go, those guys. And then we have announcements and money and all kinds of stuff. Here we go. Hey, Preston and Steve, we have a question for all your crew over there. Mm. Is it okay to use emojis at work? We found this study that says uh, about 65% of employees say they do on a daily basis use emojis, not only in text to each other, their coworkers, but in emails, like official emails. That's a good question. I don't really know because we send porn back and forth yeah. to each other. The entire that, that's staff. our version of emoji. He's not uh, yeah, um... I, well, you know, listen, uh, I, I've always felt it a little unprofessional in the workplace. I, you also write. You, I think you write in a more formal fashion when you're writing at work, and you you, you try. I, I think you're supposed to try to refrain from being too informal, and I think emojis are too informal for work. Yeah. But what that, if you type it out, like the uh, colon, the, and then do the little... I, instead of writing a God. smiling face, you write, I have a smiley face right now. <laughs> no, I know what she's talking about, and I've done that before. So, you have? Yeah, not not in like a professional email, though. It's to somebody that I'm close with at work, I and guess. she's really yeah. close with everyone. <laughs> oh. uh, that's what we hear, yeah. Oh that's why, why we were trying to you hire know, the, No, no, no. Mm. I, 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 think, I think it also, the overuse of emojis robs people of their abilities to articulate their feelings, you know? So true. And I, I mainly use them like, out of convenience. Uh, yes. Just when I need to uh, when I need to convey an emotion or something like that real quick. And I'm not or good I, at it. You know what the one I use the most is? 
Yeah. <laughs> oh Thumbs my up, dude. Got you it. and Mike are um, the same. Really? Except Mike does it all the time, and we say it drives us crazy because we'll ask him, which one should we do? Do you want to do the green shirt or the red shirt? And he'll go, Thumbs up. Thumbs up. You're like, which one, Mike? That's so not true. That That's is so non committal, Mike. <laughs> I love it, Mike. Yes. You're giving a vague uh, answer. Yeah, we're like, so are we meeting at three? We'll I think that I think up? the like, next okay. emoji well, you get, mean, Alex, will be at three. You're going to get the middle finger. Three. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, at least it's not that one. Thumbs. Well, yeah. <laughs> But, I'm so tempted to use that one every now and then. But, but if somebody what, just me? Said, no. <laughs> just last night, they said, "Okay, we made a change in one of the segments." Is that cool? Is that cool? Thumbs up says it all. I can move on with my life. All there right. you go. I agree, Mike. I'm with you. Yeah. It's just we've reduced everything. What did you do before the thumbs up emoji? You actually had to write. Yes, looks good. Was I, it so hard? I would simply draw. I would draw stick figures of myself on the wall, uh, chasing after a bison with a spear, and that's how I communicated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go back to hieroglyphics. Yeah, it's uh, really. Yeah, I'll tell you this. I uh, just yesterday I got a pink heart from a guy. Ooh. Oh, just responding to. Do you like this idea? I love it. Hmm. And then, why did you respond to that? Well, let's meet for drinks. (laughs) Double thumbs up. (laughs) Did you send him an eggplant back? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Mike used to send eggplants. Uh, I gave that up. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen, I know somebody. I know somebody. uh, Are you wrapping up? You know somebody what? Over there at Fox, who, if you get the thumbs up, it kind of is like a not so good thing. So just watch yourself on who you're getting the thumbs up from. Who is she talking? Oh, I don't know, Alex. What's it rhyme with? <laughs> All right, yeah, what does it rhyme with? It, okay. it might be your stylist. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good okay. to know. She just texted me now, too, so I'm going to send her a thumbs up. Yeah, you should. Right. <laughs> nice. All right, we'll see you soon. All right, see you guys. Uh, Bye-bye. Does that, mean, does that mean it, thumb up your butt? Is that no, what that means it, or what? it means, like, if you're kind of, maybe if there might be, like, an argument or a disagreement, instead of getting into it over text, she just gives you the thumbs up. So if I get that from her, I'm like... Son of a... Oh, oh. I'm going to call her. Instead am, of getting in an argument. Yeah, yeah she's, like if she's going, brushing you off. Yeah. Brushing oh, you off. Like, Whatever yep, you say. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yep. Okay. Oh. All right. Good for you. Oh, it this. drives me <laughs> insane. Oh, okay. The, the one, this is not an emoji, but but Casey pulled it on me the other day. It works every time. And Kathy, you've done it as well, <laughs> which is you send text to somebody, they don't respond over several hours, and then you just oh, yeah. write... Good talk. Good talk. <laughs> like, I called him, yes. like, like, 10 seconds after he sent it. I'm like, look, dude, I was really busy. I wanted to send a lengthier response. I didn't have time to get back to you. And but it I works forgot. It works like a charm. It does. I, I Good talk. Straight stole it from Casey, mm-hmm. and I do it to everybody now. I stole it from Mike from Stake'em Up. Nice. Quick response back. <laughs> yeah. I'm at a funeral. I'm at a, yeah, exactly. My dad died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something like that. No. All right, so we have several things. To do here, uh, I'm not can I sure. do something quickly? Oh no, no, uh, because we have <laughs> oh, to do this. No, yes, you got to do this. Flip those case because it's already it's eight oh two. All right, you. Ready? Where were you? <laughs> he was going to go have a sandwich. Uh, yeah, seriously. what kind I'm of sandwich? I, I need to do this now because it's eight oh two. We got. Yes, you're right. Do it. Ninety three three WMMR Philadelphia. I have no idea. Group station. Money shark. I've never seen him run out of the studio like that before. Oh, I, he's giving me the word. Oh, oh, it that's why. Oh, Jesus. All right. I thought it was a sandwich. All right, here we go. Money shark. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the keyword this hour is worth. W O R T H. And you have until 8.15 a.m. to enter it via text to the special contest short code. <laughs> 
I want to I want to impersonate him in a yeah. moment. <laughs> the the contest short code four five nine one one, or you can enter using the MMR mobile app or via the contest page at wmmr.com to be entered for a ten thousand dollar grand prize. Now, if you get a call, you'll get a call if you're randomly selected in this nationwide contest and you win a thousand bucks. Complete contest rules are available at wmmr.com. Good luck from Horizon Services and WMMR again. The word is worth. W O R T H. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he shot out so Sorry. fast. Yeah. That was well, the fastest I've ever seen you run. It was run. a challenge. I wanted yeah. to see if I could run into the other before studio. Before you finish the sentence, grab the information before the. Uh, this, this is called a stager, this yeah. music that we have before yeah. that was all done. And I did it. He did it. But your arms went up in the air. You were flailing around. It was hilarious. It looked like Team America. Okay, now, Steve, you can do yes. what you wanted to oh, do. Oh, yes, I'm sorry, because I always forget to do yep. these things when people ask me to. So, Larry, who's working in our green room, it's his birthday today. Oh, so hey, Larry. Larry. Hey, Larry. Hey. Happy birthday, Larry. That's cool, man. We got a lot of good people working around here. And it really. I know hey, we, Larry. We mentioned it from time to time, but you, unless you would see this, you wouldn't know the level at which reconstruction, the entire yes. building, all of one ballot plaza is being redone. Yeah, when people come here, they're like, oh, you weren't kidding. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Were you hit by a missile? Yesterday, <laughs> yep. I walked out the uh, kitchen door and I put my hand flat oh, on the kitchen door. They, and they, they painted it. Mike had uh, just painted it. Oh, no. So I paint all over my hands and he walked <laughs> nice. in. I was like, you're going to have to retest. <laughs> Did you put your hand in between the two giant signs that said wet paint? Well, no, he put those up because I did <laughs> okay. that. He, I, he goes, there's a sign. I'm like, yeah, on the other Listen, side of the door. Yeah, he's, he's right. right. <laughs> you're exactly right because yeah. I, I didn't know that. I just, on the rare, I, I just hit the handle instead of pushing through. Yeah. And then on the other side, I saw, and then I saw wet the paint. wet paint sign. I go, is it wet on both sides? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, here, I want to do a couple things real quick. I want to mention the fact that we are shooting. Uh, it's day number one of our Totally Office calendar. Uh, and I guess I can go ahead and meant th- mention this because it says it right here. We are shooting this year. At the Met. Yes. Yeah, the new location at Broad and Poplar, this amazing new venue. You can check them online at themetphilly.com. It is perfect for a calendar shoot. There are so many cool little areas and big areas to shoot from. Uh, we're ecstatic. That it's going to look wonderful. And we have breakfast and coffee each day from our friends at Panera. I mentioned that uh, lunch today from our friends at Honey Grow. Oh. Uh, yep, and Honey Grow is a Philly-born restaurant concept featuring wholesome locally sourced stir-fry, salad, and honey bar offerings. Uh, you can visit honeygrow.com to find a location near, near you. So we thank those guys How cool. uh, for lunch today. Exactly. All right, so we have these two things to do. So here's what I want to do. Let's do, let's do this. Yeah, okay, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make an announcement. Then we have a, a and then we're gonna do the bizarre file. And I have one more a teaser to give to you. Okay, the show is just jam packed with. Stuff. There's a lot today. So this is an official save the date. I'm gonna give you a date to mark your calendar with, and you will put it in there. Because hopefully it's an event that you've been to in the past. If not, let's make this the first year that you come and attend the Preston and Steve Camp Out for Hunger. Yes. So saving the date, this is where you want to put it on your or what you want to put on your calendar. Camp Out for Hunger, December second to December sixth, and we will be at the Wells Fargo Center. It says here. So we have a new location. The reason being is because they're doing a huge amount of construction as well at uh, Xfinity Live. So we are going to be right next to Xfinity Live in parking lot G 
along Patterson Avenue. So it's not a big, big move. It's just no. a big move for us as I mean, far as setting up the equipment and the tent and the parking situation and all that. Same general area. In fact, you'll be able to see the area that we broadcast from before where we will be now. We'll just we'll figure that out when we get a little bit closer uh, how to explain it to you. But December 2nd through the 6th at the Wells Fargo Center. So just jot that down. You can find some of the details at WMMR.com if you use the keyword camp out. All one word, camp out. And you can get this year's camp out poster online at WMMR.com. Love it. And uh, more information coming soon this year. Business challenge, incentives, and special events will be taking place. Two months from today, man. Yeah. That's crazy. It's incredible. So we're excited for it already. So uh, just set that aside, and we'll get ready for it. It's always, uh, the, you know, the the Monday after Thanksgiving is when we try to get it going. Yeah, and I'm very excited. Again, as you said, Preston, we're going to be right within eyesight of where we normally yeah. are, so it's not going to be a big, you know, move. And, in yeah. fact, in a way, it might uh, allow us a little bit more elbow room. So yeah. it should be cool. All right, so heads up on that, the 2nd through the 6th, December 2nd through the 6th. Let's do the Bizarre File, and then we'll mention another thing that's coming up. Now. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Brought to you by Delaware Valley University. Advance your career with an accredited MBA from Delaware Valley University. Just 10 courses. More info at delval.edu slash MBA10. Nick showed me this video yesterday. It's incredible, and it's tragic as well. A towering arch bridge over a bay in eastern Taiwan collapsed. Sending a burning oil tanker truck falling onto boats into the water below. It's horrible. An Air Force helicopter, fishing vessels, and more than 60 military personnel, including divers, were searching for possible victims overnight. Six people were missing and believed trapped on uh, one of the fishing boats. Five people were feared to have been on the bridge when it collapsed. There is video of a this oil tanker truck. It is... It almost makes it over the entire span of the bridge... The bridge collapsed. The truck falls back into the water. It was, it's horrible. Uh, So 10 people uh, were sent to hospital, six of them with serious injuries. And to be honest, I thought there would be a lot more than this. uh, Yes, you cannot look at this footage and not think a whole load of people are going to die. And and to hear that is amazing. The 140-meter-long bridge collapsed around 9.30 a.m. in Nanfango, a tiny but often crowded Pacific Coast fishing village. Uh, the collapse occurred hours after a typhoon had swept by the island. Disaster relief officials would not say if the storm had weakened the bridge or give other details on the cause. The bridge pier may have collapsed. Rescue workers have removed one of the boats from under the collapsed bridge and are still working on two others. But it's you can't believe it when you see it. All right, moving on to something a little lighter. A nervous sex shop customer with a marked resemblance to Elvis Presley is the subject of a manhunt in New Zealand. I got a double-headed dildo, am I? Police want to speak to the Elvis lookalike in connection with the theft of an imitation vagina from mm. Peaches and Cream Adult Megastore in suburban Auckland. This one looks just like Scylla. A staff member, Cat Mayer, Described the man as having black, slick-backed hair and wearing large sunglasses and in a not-very-Elvis touch, an orange high-visibility vest. Look at that vagina, man. That thing's huge. Uh, He had attempted to buy the sex toy, but when his credit card was declined, he said that he was going to go out and get another card. Instead, (laughs) he snatched the vagina and ran out of the shop. Uh, She said... It's called dining gash. She said... (laughs) 
good. Thank you, man. That's why I'm the king. She said it's really frustrating when this sort of thing happens. So rude, and it ruins your day. Uh, she said the man tried to distract her. She said he was very energetic and erratic going around the shop. Talk- I got so much energy, man. Talking a lot. He brought a sex toy called a, Like a Virgin up to the counter, but his card was declined. I ain't nothing but a hound doggy style. He was really vivacious. She said, I'm not here to judge anyone, but he comes in really vivacious and he blindsided me. I mean, I look like an idiot, but it <laughs> happened so quick. And before I know it, he's running off down the street. Don't beat yourself up. If a guy who's an energetic Elvis comes into your sex shop, you're going to be thrown off. Uh, Local police confirmed that they had received a report of theft at the store. So they are looking for Elvis with a fake vagina. A Florida high school was evacuated Thursday after the word bong was misheard as bomb. A family member of a student at Mariana High School called a staff member and said that the student had a bong in their backpack. Superintendent Larry Moore said in an online statement the staff member had actually on the other line heard the word bomb, prompting them to report the situation to administrators for appropriate action to be taken. I mean, that's why you got to call them water pipes, guys. That's it. According to protocol, the school was evacuated using an emergency drill and the situation investigated. The investigation has determined the staff member misheard the word during the phone conversation. When the robot came back, it was, it's totally cool. A similar incident happened at a Massachusetts high school in May of last year when police officers searched the school thinking a student had reported a bomb in the parking lot. Uh, The caller had actually alerted police of a bong in the parking lot. A man and woman who had just gotten married are among a group of people arrested over the weekend. I love it when these wedding Oh, my God. Nothing is funnier. Police say officers responded to a report of a disorderly female wearing a wedding dress who tried to assault an employee at a local business. Once police contacted a group of people at the location... Uh, Eric Cordova Give me the vagina. Uh, became aggressive and refused to cooperate. Cordova fought with the officer and both fell to the ground. During the struggle, several people that were with Cordova began to assault the officer and re- refused to obey commands. Additional officers arrived on the scene and eventually gained control of the group. Among them was 30-year-old Ashley Jordan, who was still wearing her wedding dress. Jordan and Cordova apparently had gotten married earlier in the day. So, Kathy, when you picked out your wedding gown, did you figure how, how comfortable will this be if I get into a brawl? <laughs> That was the number one thought. Yeah, right. Yeah, it can't be too constrained. Yes, you have to be able to throw a punch. Cordova, apparently, they had gotten married that day. Uh, Two officers were injured. Five people were arrested in the incident. Did you guys see this? A woman climbed into the lion enclosure. Yes. Yeah, what an idiot. At a New York zoo and began taunting the predator. Uh, She was, like, making, like, silly kid faces at it. Like, what the hell is she doing? Video taken over the weekend shows an unidentified woman standing with an African lion at the Bronx Zoo. It's reported that the woman bypassed the low wooden safety barrier. That's what you want around a lion, a low uh, low barrier. And (laughs) stepped inside the enclosure. Well, there's more to this. It doesn't see until I read the story, I didn't quite understand this, but I'll explain. In the video, the woman is seen staring the lion in the eye as fellow visitors watch on in apprehension. The lion watched the woman curiously as she began to dance and taunt at him. Oh, boy. Uh, The original poster shared two other videos of the incident showing the woman playfully waving and trying to get the lion's attention. In between the woman and the lion, though, is a large concrete moat. Oh. Surrounding the inner exhibit, keeping them separate, so she it doesn't. She's not in yeah, there. In the video, it looks like she's in there, and that's why the lion doesn't do anything. Yeah. Otherwise, 
this thing would have taken her out in in a heartbeat. Okay. Oh God, she doesn't realize there's a bridge on the other side of this. <laughs> <laughs> She's so stupid. I can't. I just can't do it. You yeah. think that line could have gotten across that? It's, it's bigger not. than you think. It, all right. Yep. It's 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 got to be huge then because it doesn't look that big. It looks like an, he can easily. Jump I think over that. just from the perspective and the uh, and the ivy and stuff around there that yeah. it just looks like the line could just kind of step right over and have at herself. You see, uh, the moat there is to keep me from attacking the bear that's on the. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here. Uh, the Bronx Zoo confirmed the incident to saying zoo staff received a report that the person had climbed over the safety barrier on Saturday. Honestly, mm. uh, zoos need to revisit their quote-unquote safety barriers. Mm, yeah, You have stories all the time of people crawling into these cages. It happens. Well, yeah. they uh, at the, was it the San Francisco Zoo where the guys were like throwing rocks at the tiger? And the and the t- t- yeah. He just jumped the fence. Yeah, enough. Yep. Yep. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you uh, this morning. Uh, do we have the old uh, this? Oh, just the just the little the little the, part of it. Thing. Yeah. Okay. All right, because we have uh, we have new music that's going to accompany this thing that we're teasing for tomorrow. Uh, I know people have been emailing in about it, asking uh, when and if this is going to be taking place. It's become a thing, so, and uh, people look forward to it. So yes, tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, it's the return of Kathy Romano's. Yes! The list is in, compiled, and ready to go. You've already made some stops on your fall activity list. I did. I started last weekend, and we did make a stop on the uh, fall activity list. I saw a bunch of people that were also out ready to do their fall activities, uh, and we're excited. Fall activities! We're excited about the list coming out. So I'm, I'm, it, like, I'm excited that people are looking forward to these lists I knew each it. year. I knew it would take, but yeah. because you, you go out and you, you vet them. You actually, these are places you go to, and I think now I, it's been a good fall so far, today notwithstanding as a yeah. summer day, but I think people are, are just really geared up for doing a lot of this stuff, so this list could not come at a better time. Well, and you know what? This weekend is going to be a little bit chillier. Exactly so what you yeah. want. It's perfect for a fall activity. All right, so I don't want to ruin anything on your list, but was that thing that you did this weekend, the, the trip to the ER? Was that on the yeah. list? Yeah. Is that on no, your list? No, unfortunately okay. not. It wasn't. So, so your local have... healthcare workers. Yeah. 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 Pumpkin spice hemoglobin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. You so... know what, though? Let me, I just want to say yeah. really quick. So um, when it came around to start putting this list together, I'm like, what? Like, I feel like I've done everything. What else is there to do? You know, I really was, I thought I was going to struggle on what to do. No. no. I found, Yeah, like and most of it is all new stuff. Uh, so do great. you get do you get solicited from people and who have different things who would like you to try it because really the the um we don't want to be we want it to be legitimate things that you're involved with. So, totally. Right. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, I get, you know, I'll get press releases now on different right. um, fall activities and right. things like that. Fall um, <laughs> like if it's Harrisburg tourism, it would be a little obvious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or like Facebook invites. Um, and that is where I found some of the things that I'm doing. So. Excellent. Yeah. All right. So we're going to shoot for like 7.15, 7.20 tomorrow morning. Uh, to roll out the list. So if you normally don't listen until this time, just make a note to tune in early. And what are we tuning in for, Preston? Oh, we're tuning in for Kathy Romano's Fall Activities. Uh, and of course, we'll post this stuff online and you'll be able to get the list. But yep. you want to hear Kathy's zeal, her enthusiasm. Yes. All about the little details that you might not get in a post. And the running commentary. Yeah, as well. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll do that early for our uh, um, 7 o'clock hour listeners. And hopefully that will be you. So that's tomorrow. All right, we'll take a break. Come back in just a moment. And I think uh, we've had some arrivals because we have uh, another... 
one of our 2019 Bud Light uh, Platinum Thursday Night Huddle events going yeah. up. Uh, so the Horse Tavern and Grill are here this morning, and it's the fifth stop tomorrow night, 7 to 9 p.m. They're at 1000 Old Bethlehem Pike in Sellersville, and Nick and the MM Army will be there, and you can win a pair of tickets to the Eagles-Jets game, courtesy of Bud Light Platinum, and there's going to be all kinds of Bud Light specials. I'll tell you about those in a little while. I have a $25 gift card from the Horse Tavern and Grill if you would like it right now. Call number 15-215-263-WMMR. We'll set you up, and we'll be back in just a moment. MMR, buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the... Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Preston and Steve Show Podcast. Sorry, I got to take a phone call. Hi, uh, Trisha, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, Trisha. What exciting news do you have to tell us? I just won $1,000 on WMMR. And how did you do that? I did the text word. Yeah, you did. All right, so that is with our Money Shark competition. Awesome. And we got yet another $1,000 winner. How about that? That's awesome. Not bad for a Wednesday, Trisha, as we still have a few days to go till the weekend. Where are you from, Trisha? Northeast Philly. From the great Northeast. That's wonderful. How long have you been listening to the Preston and Steve show on MMR? Forever, ever since you guys were on Y100. Wow. You're the best. Thank you. Thank you so much for the continued support. And we would like to, as a little gesture, give you $1,000 via Money Shark. So congrats. And we're happy that you won that, Trisha. Way to go. Thank you so much. All right. Take the day off. And, uh, yeah, please do. And thanks to uh, our sponsors. Horizon Services. Thank you very much, Casey. I just wanted to make sure I don't say the wrong thing. Uh, The next opportunity comes at 11 a.m., and then at 1, and then at 4, and then at 6. That's five times a day. We just get one, but Pierre gets two. Yes, he does. that's kind of cool. It is very cool. Uh, You know what is cool? All the food that our friends from uh, the Horse Tavern and Grill have brought in this morning. They brought in French dip sandwiches. Yeah, did you see that stuff out there? It looks wonderful. Teriyaki chili wings, Korean barbecued ribs. And they brought in sliders. It says Gouda Jam Burger Sliders. Just had one. It was a Gouda. It's jamming up a whole mess of Gouda. Uh, and you can enjoy $2.75 Bud, Bud Light, and Mick Ultra drafts all day on Thursday, tomorrow, at the Horse, uh, where they will be featuring a $3.75 special for Bud Light Premium. Platinums, I'm sorry, during tomorrow night's event. Uh, Nick will be there, and that is from 7 to 9, chance for winning tickets to the Eagles-Jets game. In addition to the tickets, you could also win an Eagles helmet autographed by Malcolm Jenkins, courtesy of Bud Light Platinum. So that is tomorrow night, and uh, they are, oh man, I'm such an idiot. Um, You're looking for an address? Yep. 1,000 Old Bethlehem Pike. Thank you, Bethlehem Pike in Sellersville. That's it. And uh, following the event tomorrow night, the trivia night at the Old Horse. So stick around and do some trivia. Spend your whole freaking night. Yeah, man. Hey, uh, Steve sent me this story. Officials are working to contain a scabies outbreak. No. What the hell? This is at Radnor Middle School. Oh, no way. One student from Radnor Elementary School, yeah. 
Yep. Scabies. Mm-hmm. And uh, at least 18 students were diagnosed with the infectious disease. Okay, what what is scabies? Is, is it, it's a, it's like a it's a rash. Okay. It's, isn't that Wait, okay. Scabies isn't crabs? <laughs> well, it is caused by a mite. Uh, you know, a little yeah. creature. Okay. Uh, but they uh, normally it's not visible to the naked eye. But it's not crab. It's not crabs. It's not okay. It's not like. But crotch do you crabs. get it down there? You can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If so you're lucky. It uh, the scabies will burrow under the skin and lay eggs. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> an itchy rash consisting of raised tracts, bumps, or blisters may appear on parts of the body, including. Between fingers, wrists, elbows, armpits, waistline, thighs, and genitalia. <laughs> Including the yep. nutsack. Oh, yes, probably. Yeah. Well, there All were... the little crevices and cracks. Yeah. They lay Ball their eggs. sacks are yummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember in high school there was an outbreak in our school, but it was everyone who was getting it was getting it down there. Yeah, yep. yeah. So uh, it, it yeah. seems like it's few and far between that we have scabies outbreaks. I always consider that one of those... Bizarre peripheral things like scurvy and gout. <laughs> there was that you mean you know the guy that I told you about that wanted to go half season on the flesh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and by the way, again, take that in. Nick knows someone who wanted to go half season on a fleshlight. Yeah. God, uh, I hate him. Yeah, me too. He, uh, I love him, but I hate him. But yeah. he, he uh, there was an outbreak of it in college. Is this guy an Elvis impersonator by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But he was uh, at the Nationals game last night. Uh, but he was at, in college, he got a, a scabies and he got it through sexual contact. And so we would make fun of him incessantly afterwards. And the way that we'd make fun of him was just by saying Scabies! <laughs> Every time we would walk by. But yeah, he got it through sexual contact with a, a very dirty girl. Okay. All right. By the way, Steve, you mentioned scurvy. Scurvy, I read the other day, is making a comeback. Of course. Because of like fasting diets and things like that. Oh, that's are not, awesome. not getting the, the vitamin C that they All right, need, what I guess. is that? We, th- we thought we'd missed out on it, Preston, because we weren't able to take the trip to the new world. Yeah, it's but, a vitamin uh, C deficiency, and it, you, it can make it really, really sick. Uh, and like yeah. fruit and stuff like that was mm-hmm. how you fought it, right? Yep. And, and leprosy, we learned, is making a comeback. That's where the term limeys, uh, term limeys came from, is uh, when the English would uh, travel. They'd load up all these limes, limes yeah. to try and keep uh, scurvy away. Uh, hang on a second. Maddie has scabies. Oh. And Kathy's going to leave the room now. She doesn't even want to be on the phone with somebody with scabies. Hey, how you doing, uh, Maddie? Uh, good. I had Scabies. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, it says okay. actually has scabies. <laughs> yeah, okay. I had scabies, and it was horrible. I think I got it on the Appalachian Trail because there was no STD thing going on. Yep. Okay, so it's interesting that you mentioned that, and that's possibly where this particular outbreak came from, but I'll get to those details in a moment. How bad did it get for you? It was horrible, dude. I uh, Every, like, fold in your skin on your body, mm-hmm. they burrow into Ugh. and they lay eggs, <laughs> and there's these little tunnels. It's horrible. <laughs> you're laughing as you're talking about scabies tunnels. Yeah. Yeah. Scabies tunnels. They're like under your skin, like in your knuckles and the oh creases God. of your finger. I die. So, it, so, uh, so, Maddie. Nasty. In your junk, too. <laughs> in your junk. Okay, we're looking at a picture. You're right, Maddie. It says skin condition caused by burrowing mite. And they lay the eggs in there. Yeah. They lay the eggs. It was horrible. They gave me this poison that I had to rub all over my body. Yep. And I had to wait like an hour and let it like seep in. Mm-hmm. And then blistering calls. There's like blistering afterwards. Maddie, yeah. let, let me ask you, 
did they make the trip down to your to your junk? Did you have it around yeah, that region? They were they were anywhere there's a fold or a crease, <laughs> there is burrowing mites. I mean, not for anything. <laughs> Go ahead. Here, here's the reason why it spreads like that. The incubation period is like two to six weeks. Oh my god! Before the itching even occurs, so it gets all over your body. These and you things, don't know yet. And I like started. like you said, Maddie, listen. It says the doctor in this story said you apply this mm. cream. It's a topical prescription. From scalp exactly. to toes, every part oh, of the body, everywhere, and it burns. And then you have to it's sleep horrible. overnight with it on. They said it needs to be on for eight to ten hours for it to exactly. work properly. Yeah. Do you have to put it in the uh, <clears throat> butthole? Oh my God. Uh, you put it everywhere. Frankly. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for uh, clearing your throat. Uh, yeah. Steve, uh, right? Do you have to put it uh, <clears throat> butthole? I'm a 40-year-old man, and I had it when I was, like, 30, and yeah. I had to have my mother rub the cream on my back. We, well, you didn't have to. Like, who else am I going to ask? <laughs> I don't right. know. Thanks, Maddie. I appreciate Maybe it. Maybe, like, a girl. Right, right. Somebody who could put it in your... Mother! <clears throat> I have to go over to my 30-year-old single son and rub ointment in his <laughs> ass. That is... Horrifying. Yeah, that's nasty. I I did not realize the burrowing was an issue. That oh, uh, I mean, that has a whole old. other realm of hell to it. <laughs> I always thought it was a slightly bit more benign, but it does sound very similar to to genital crabs. So they said the outbreak was caused by a camping trip that some of the students attended. Uh. Oh, they went to Whore Island. The doctor said they all hung out <laughs> together, which is the typical story for scabies. Some of the kids. Uh, we did see a few of them and, and that, uh, yeah, that most likely it was because they were all in close contact with each other. They were camping. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when the whores come in. True. <laughs> <laughs> Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Um, so sleeping bags and things of that nature and camping sure. tents, it's a yeah, confined me, space. Let me go to Dustin. Hey, Dustin, good morning. Hello. Hey, How what's you up? Doing? Good, man. Good. Good. All right, so uh, I assume you have a story to share with us. I do. Um, I was actually thrown in jail in Minneapolis for one night, um, and I came out on the other side with scabies. Oh. So, wonderful. That Isn't awful. that nice? Let me ask you, how did your mother feel about rubbing ointment in your bottle? <laughs> well, well, the thing is, I was all the way in the USA. I'm from Canada. Oh. And so, I, to be clear, I didn't break the law. I didn't do anything like that. I just wasn't being allowed to enter the country. And I, I, I got thrown in jail because of a snowstorm. Okay. Long story short. Right. So. They're like, we got to hold you in jail overnight. We'll send you back to Canada tomorrow. Wonderful. They strip search me, do the whole thing, photograph, fingerprints, orange jumpsuit, prison issued underwear, which are great. Huh. And um, I spent the night in uh, a jail cell with a guy detoxing. Got back to Canada the next day, discovered my new friends, and uh, I never go back to Minneapolis ever again. Did you, uh, did you pursue legal action after that? I didn't. I, I have no, like, so my wife lives in Jersey. My wife's from here. Mm-hmm. And she was freaking out. I was coming to see her because I wasn't an immigrant yet at the time. Yeah. And I was coming to see her. They, for whatever reason, were like, now nah, something looks fishy. But that was, like, their full right was to just, like, put me in jail overnight. 
she called all the conflicts, all the, you know, authorities. They wouldn't tell her what jail I was in. She had no idea where I was. Justin, that's crazy. But, I mean, I, I've heard time and time again, like the, like in jails, when somebody goes into, like, a holding tank, that this is a big concern, stuff like this. Like, yeah, or, or Yeah, anything that's communicable. Crabs. Yeah, and, and you're, that, you're yeah. usually yeah. not in there with the, um, you know, the Hooters girls. Right. You know, you're, it's... Uh, well, no, yeah. It wasn't that much fun. Wow. So uh, how long did it take you to get rid of that? Uh, I, honestly, it wasn't bad. They gave me, like, some medication to take, and they were gone in, like, three, four days. Okay. All right. What, what was the itching level like? Uh, it was bad. It was, yeah. I was sitting on the plane going back to Canada, and everyone was looking at me like I was like I was a crazy person. So, oh but God. you were sitting next to people on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you believe right? you've you passed scabies to passengers on that plane? I mean, I tried my best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I've had a few texts come in, and also it looked like a. Um, a call had been up as well. Were you guys familiar with uh, Chiggers? Yeah. Chiggers, oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Growing up in, uh, I lived in the South for a little while, and they, they, we were always warned about, the, you know, or the, those look like chigger bites, um, which were painful. I mean, they you, because you could scratch them until they bled almost. I mean, you know, as, as a kid, it was just like, it itched so much, you wouldn't stop scratching. That's why that park went out of uh, business at Chiggerland? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's it, Digger World. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of <laughs> Uh, but anyhow, I don't know if they're the same. They're related, I guess. Are they? Yeah, they're also mites. They're just different kind of mites. Chiggers, I always assumed, were a little bit bigger. I don't know. Mites, I guess, are you can't really see them. No, uh, these ones are called trom- trombiculid mites. Okay. Uh, which are different than the scabies mites. By the way, you know there are little creatures all over your body all the time, Kathy. I right? plan on it. Well, stop it. Like in your hair follicles. Oh, constantly. Oh, constantly. Oh, yeah, crawling in and out of all sorts of orifices. No, uh, not mine. And then, they, they, of course, they have to defecate. Right. <laughs> I mean, they are alive. I mean, and, and so all over your body, there's little 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 We're recesses fine. where they're crapping. Right. Uh, and then having sex. Interesting. In uh, your own body. Hang on. Let me go to <laughs> one more quick call. I have Santo. Hey, Santo. Yo, how's it going? Good. What's up, buddy? Not much. You had scabies. Uh, you got me in trouble just now driving my wife to work. Oops. So, uh, she was staring at me. So listen, so we were on sabbatical. We were boyfriend and girlfriend at the time, so we took a break. I went to uh, Ocean City, Maryland. I guess I came back with a lot of little friends on my body. Oh, my God. Yeah. We got, so we got back together, and, you know, and those little friends jumped to her, I guess. <laughs> oh, oh, my, my God. God. So on top of that, I guess, you know, I would you know, wrestle with my niece and nephew. So somehow the little friends jumped on my niece and nephew. <gasps> so my sister was pretty pissed at me, and they had to do that whole ointment thing, rubbing it all over their body. So I was pretty much. Man, your mothers were busy. Hey, uh, so Santo, was she accusatory of you of, of sleeping with someone else because of this uh, or anything? Absolutely. And you, uh, had to, was... you had to swear up and down. You had to I lie, had, right? I had to lie. I had to do everything. So, as a, so right now she's mad at me. So I like to see how uh, like to see what I'm eating for dinner. So we got him in trouble. Is she mad at you because uh, you're telling us on the radio, or just uh, just to bring back the old memories? I don't think I should have probably said a different name. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. Sorry, Santo. Well, that's like, like on the Hallmark Channel, Scabies Memories. So <laughs> yeah. wonderful. Thanks, so, man. So, so thanks. Yeah. You guys got me. <laughs> Sorry yeah, about our that. Pleasure, man. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't <laughs> I don't need anything like that. I mean, we had, you know, we had our... Uh, <laughs> you had lice. We had our lice outbreak. Oh, 
What oh, you had a couple things, didn't you? No, we had lice twice. Yeah. So, so nice, nice you had, had it twice. twice. <laughs> so nice we had to have lice twice. Sucked. Um so my my um growing up my dogs would get fleas all the time. Yeah. And it's never been an issue of sleeping with dirty dogs. No, but I mean it was it's kind of an invasive species. It, oh, it's incredibly invasive. And yep. once you get it in the house, yep. we had to have bitch. our house bombed a couple of times. Uh, and because, I, you know, my one dog, he would just kind of like hop the fence and, and run the neighborhood. So I don't know. I don't know where you pick up fleas. I don't. Where do you. Anywhere. Any street corner. Yeah, you should dress like <laughs> slutty. No, they, they, uh, what happens is, is that out, out and about, mm-hmm. um, we had um, we had two dogs. They were like hunting dogs. And uh, they literally, I remember walking across the basement and looking down at my legs, and they were covered with fleas. Yeah. Covered with fleas. Yeah, they get them just from other animals. Yeah, right? like yeah. Just being out uh, in, in the neighborhood or whatever. We came... And I'm pretty sure they can, like, if you, if, uh, you know, say a neighbor had fleas, their animal yeah. had fleas, like, they, and the neighbor comes to your house, they can bring it into your house and onto your animals. Very invasive. We came home from vacation one time. We had uh, dogs and cats growing up, and one of the animals got it. And walking through the house, Casey, when, as soon as we got home, it was, uh, we got attacked. Yeah. And, and like, the from uh, knees down, everybody in the family was just being bitten. It was awful. Really? So, yeah, so we just left and did the same thing. Did the bomb the house and, um, you know, it eradicates the problem, but it's uh, quite the hassle in the interim. Well, we get the uh, we get the the gnats, which are not they don't bother you. But I mean, like if you have a fruit bowl sitting out or something like that, I the little them. gnats will fly around. Oh, I hate like them. the you wait, know, do you? Yeah, oh, I, I, oh, did what you, do you do? Did you tell me that with the in the wine glass? With glass, yeah. You can take wine. I use whiskey, and you take a glass and you put some wine or whiskey in it, like you know, an inch deep, yeah. maybe or two, and then you put some saran wrap, some plastic wrap over the top, and just poke a hole with your finger in there. They go in and they, they don't out. come out, and they cannot come out. It's I like a high class Roach Motel, exactly. Yeah. Like that. I do like a little bit of apple cider vinegar in a wine glass, and I actually take the I'll cut the tip of a um, of a Ziploc bag, so it kind of, so then you push it down. Okay, so it kind yeah. of forms yeah. like a tunnel, and they get in there, and okay. it's it's hard for them to get out. Yeah, it works. It yep. works. Yeah, it works really great. well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you use your uh, your good whiskey, or do you go like buy bags? No, club I or something? use just a little rock cut. Okay. You know, maybe something somebody gave me that's kind of crappy. I don't waste the wine at all. I use apple cider. Thank you for the rock gun. I'm using it to kill mites. Uh, but it works. Try that little hack at home, I guarantee you. Let me go to Ellie, who is an infection control, infectious control nurse. Hi, Ellie. Good morning. Hi, good morning. How are you guys? Wonderful. So, scabies, you see this stuff regularly. I see scabies. I see bed bugs. I see lice. Um, I've only been doing this for a little bit, and I'm only going to um, be doing it for a little bit. I'm covering for somebody. Mm-hmm. But it is a whole world for me. So yeah. um, it's kind of refreshing when I see it from a new point of view where it's not someone who deals with this all the time. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So so how, how prevalent is it? I mean, uh, so how, and how would one take uh, measures to avoid getting scabies? Um, well, scabies, usually you see that in a lot of long-term care facilities. Um, the problem is with them is that they're not always the easiest to see. It's, it's not like we can see them sometimes walking around. A lot of times we have to really go and look at somebody and kind of investigate where they came from. Is anyone else having problems? Are there linens being shared? Right. People, you know, snuggling up next to each other. Because you can actually see kind of like a rash and marks on people's arms and legs or wherever where the scabies kind of are. And there's also a thing called Norwegian scabies that are like super 
scabies. Oh, They're the ones wearing the little horn helmets? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. They came over on, you know, their little Viking uh, ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, no, it's it's just insane. So, I mean, all, it's a fairly easy treatment. You just kind of have to get some cream. You can probably just get that from your doctor. But, I mean, it's definitely very scary. Is, how, do you, is, go ahead, oh, how do you not get it? Um, I'm not, I guess, just don't go where they are. I'm not really sure the best way or the best advice to kind of not get them. Sorry, I'm a little bit nervous. No, no, I'm just no, saying, no. Like, if you're working myself. around it, I'm wondering how you're, you know, it's not so being. If, I, if I'm in contact or someone um, is in direct contact with somebody who's known to have scabies, we do wear gowns and stuff like that. Okay. Like evening um, gowns? Yeah. Or, uh, oh, you look really pretty very, gowns. very beautiful. That looks I'm sure beautiful. if anyone's ever, like, visited someone <laughs> in the hospital, great. they'll see gowns. <laughs> This is my scabies gown. <clears throat> this wow. is my Norwegian scabies gown. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If they're Norwegian, you have to wear the helmet. Yeah, no, I, 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 it's, bless you, I, I would be, I'd be freaking out. Interesting. Oh, no, yeah, so we still kind of like low-key freak out, too, but at the yeah. same time, it's like, we're fine, we're just going to give you the cream, we'll be fine. <laughs> But I, you know, I've seen I've seen awful cases of things, and I can't believe that people live this way. I, I mean, I, I was seeing I, I there was an article that was um, uh, a sub article to this when I was reading the the, the main thing. Then uh, apparently, uh, some is it possible if you are left untreated to die from scabies? I'm sure. I'm not sure if the scabies itself will kill you, but probably any sort of infection that comes with scratching at yourself. If okay. Because a lot of times I want to say that these are maybe people who aren't as aware of their surroundings. Right. As right. maybe like you and I are. So they're going to be scratching at their legs and they won't realize really what's happening. They can maybe get an open sore. Yeah. They might have any other comorbidities that will make it a little bit more difficult for them. Long-term care people, like you said. Yeah, they might get somebody who doesn't Yeah, uh, someone who's in like a boarding home. Yeah. Or even like retirement homes, I guess. Like some that are a little bit more fly-by-night uh, shoddy places. Mm-hmm. And we, we know those senior citizens are banging their brains out. Mm. Oh, you'd be surprised about that, too. <laughs> we know. Not We've heard, yeah. Thanks, Ellie. Appreciate thank it. Thank you so much. I love you guys. I've been listening uh, for years. Oh, awesome. thank you. Take care. Right. Take right. care, bro. Let me go to, uh, this looks interesting. Tim had gotten scabies. It turned into something else, which I want to hear about here. Hey, Tim, good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? Wonderful. So uh, explain what happened to you. Well, we uh, we lived in Tampa, Florida, and we had a house that was up on, it wasn't like super stilts, but like maybe four foot stilts, and everything around under it was sand, and we had like 30 cats in the area, so we basically lived on a big cat litter box, hmm. and I would go out and play in the sand, and I got scabies, um, and of course, I'm a scratcher, I'm a scab eater like you, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, fellow. So, so I ended up busting them open, and I got something called Infantigo. What is that? I've heard that mentioned. I always thought it was a scratch-off game. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Um, but I'm not really sure exactly. I, I ended up swelling up. Um, they, they were able to treat it, so I was only in the hospital for like maybe a day or two. Uh-huh. I guess they, they caught it early, and it could have been really bad. But I still have scars from all the all the, the scabby welts and stuff from where I scratched them open and they got infected. Oh. So, Tim, we've heard, like, when when you went through puberty and, and, and kids who had um, more acne, uh, you were told not to scratch or pop because you could end up with scars from that. Is, is it a similar sort of thing? Very much so, yeah. Okay. Very much so. Wow. I mean, now that, now that I'm in my 40s, that there's not really, um, you don't see them. Right. When I was a teenager, if I got, if I went, like we went out and got good and tanned, for some reason those spots would always end up lighter, and I kind of, I kind of look like a leopard. Okay. It's like me with the vitiligo. The, 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 yeah. the, uh, the pigmentation is there, there's nothing there, so there's nothing yeah, on there. Much. 
Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Infotigo, right. he said, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess it came from complications of scratching too much and oh, man. causing the infection and ugh. <laughs> quite like scabby welts, man. Yeah. That's, uh, uh, the old uh, bluegrass singer. Yeah. Yeah. His name is Scabby Welts, <laughs> and he sold more records in Pakistan than Slim Whitman. <laughs> I'm Scabby Welts. Great here to provide you folks with music. <laughs> music that'll make you want to scratch. He and Boxcar Willie went out on yeah. tour together. So. <laughs> but he died of scratching himself to death. Yeah. <laughs> Scabby <laughs> Welts. You remember Scabby? Yeah. yeah. The good old Order days. now and get a second collection from Pussy Fistula. Oh, oh my God. I will say this, though. Uh, I was more itchy when we had lice conversation than I was with this conversation. Mm. You're, you're making steps. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? To, to be honest, uh, when we had lice come through our household... Uh, a couple of summers ago, it wasn't like I was scratching and, and it was driving me crazy. It's like you don't even know that they're there. And it's just like you found out that you're having like, really? So now, if you, let it get out of, if you let it get out of control. Yeah. You, if, if, you're, you're, if, if you're taking treatment measures, you're going to be fine. You're going to be okay. I'll tell you where it is. It is a lot to deal with. And my wife went through it when we first moved into our house in Maniunk. Poison Ivy. Man, she had a case of Poison Ivy. It looked like a bear had clawed her, yeah. like long, like it was just the poison ivy itself, not her scratching, but it looked right. like long scratch marks well, on her no, body. It, but it could have been, it could have been scratches. So when Jace got it over the winter, uh, we went to the to the hospital because we didn't know, uh, or we went to urgent care because we didn't know what it was. It, it right. was coming out on his face, and she said, "Watch!" And she scratched him, and she said, "It's going to, it will, it will pop up in a few minutes." And yeah. sure enough, we actually saw it yeah. forming. It's that oil you kind of drag it around yeah. a little bit, and then it, and it causes. The Why was she finger painting on your son? <laughs> well, because she was trying. It oh. was. It was. Look at this. It's that little brick house and smoke coming out of the fireplace. No, right. you know what? It was the beginning of March, and I was I didn't believe her. I'm oh. like, it's not poison ivy in the like in March. In the middle of yeah. winter, everything's dead. And she was like, no, he no. found a leaf. No, yeah. boy. My brother got it really bad when we were younger. And I recall us going down the shore not too long after that. And the salt water in the ocean cleared it up like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting you talk about uh, finger painting on your skin. I saw a kid who has a condition. I forgot what it's called. Where he is that way, he can write stuff on his skin, and it will stay there. It's Bob Rossitis. For like a couple of hours. And he does all kinds of, he, he loves So he it. literally, and it will stay yep. there? Yeah, yeah. And, and wow. It will, and it's, you know, he just uses his nail and will write stuff on his chest and things like that. What was that toy they used to have, used to have as a kid? It was a, uh, you could do that, and, and there was paint be- between, under a piece of acetate, and you could scroll your finger around and write in. The, do you, you remember oh, what I'm no. talking about on your uh, skin? No, 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 no. But it was, oh. it's similar to what it sounds like. What you're saying? It's almost like oh. that that magnet uh, pen and. But it was yeah, colors, yeah. right? Yeah, right, you'd right. Make oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know what you're talking right? about. I know exactly what you're talking All about. Right. Yeah. I used to do something similar. I don't have a skin condition or anything like that. But when I was bored in class. I would like write words on my on my arm with my fingernail. Do you ever feel left out that Preston and I have skin conditions and you don't? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> By the way, I can tell it's winter. My my psoriasis. Is hey, hey, right. so you pick up. It's a Woo. sign of the times. Uh, my vitiligo's year round, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, Scabies Radnor Middle School and one of the elementary schools in that school district. So they, are, I think, there's like 18 kids that have oh, it. Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're, they're you know they're going to take care of them. It's going to be all good. You just don't hear about that that often. Uh, listen, I would like to take a break. I would also like to give you something. Our friends from uh, the horse. 
Tavern and Grill are here this morning. They are in Sellersville on Old Bethlehem Pike. I have a $25 gift card. And we'll take call number 18 at 215-263-WMMR. Tomorrow night is the uh, Bud Light Platinum Huddle that's taking place. Thursday night huddle. Nick will be there from 7 to 9. He'll have birds tickets uh, to the game this weekend. And I want to remind you that the uh, since 1757, uh, wow. the Horse Tavern and Grill has been gathering a gathering place for locals and people passing through the neighborhood since the Revolutionary War, Civil War, World War One, and Two. All your favorite wars. All my favorite wars. All right, now, and now the present. The innkeepers uh, keep the lights on and the food good and the beer cold. They should also add in here. They should be like, Vietnam, Vietnam War, War uh, the Grenada, you know. <laughs> the Falkland Islands. Yeah. Storm. Yeah, yeah. All no, these but things. I mean, that is a chunky. I love places like this. Uh, the horse uh, features incredible gourmet burgers, specialty sandwiches, and a brand new outdoor patio as Spanish well. American War? Caller number 18. Probably, yeah. since it did happen yeah, 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 within yeah. that time period. Huh. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. We will take care of you. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. There are other things that we have for you to win this morning. Don't forget a secret text word. Chance to win tickets uh, to see Mark Maron. Uh, to, so text word secret to 39333. We'll be back in a moment. McElwain, Thursday from 7 to 9 at the Horse Tavern and Grill, 1000 Old Bethlehem Pike in Sellersville for the Bud Light Platinum Thursday Night Huddle. Enter to win Eagles tickets and sign Eagles merch, courtesy of Bud Light Platinum and WMMR Bud Light Platinum Thursday Night Huddle t-shirts. Plus enjoy 275 Bud Light, Budweiser, and Michelob Ultra Drafts. 93.3 WMMR, everything and everywhere that rocks. Speaking of traffic, uh, the guys from uh, the Horse uh, Tavern and Grill that are here uh, in Sellersville took them two hours to get here this oh, morning. Man. That's crazy. Two hours to get here. Uh, won't take you that much time to get there tomorrow night because it is the uh, 2019 Bud Light Platinum Thursday night huddle. Chance for you to win uh, some tickets to the uh, uh, Eagles-Jets game this weekend. So Nick will be there tomorrow night from 7 to 9. I'll do another giveaway in a little while. I do have some left in conjunction with those guys being here. But they brought some great food this morning. We're very happy to have them. Um, I I saw a bizarre little stat this morning. Um, and it was, you know, the average human on a daily basis swallows one to two cups of mucus. A day? It's your own mucus. I mean, it's, it's not that gross, Kath. But what yeah. What do you mean? But I've I've had I have had if uh, I had to turn the mic off just while Kathy was doing traffic so I could go like that. <laughs> I've had post nasal drip for about a year now. You have awesome, and it's driving me crazy. Is Mike coming by tomorrow? Is Doctor Mike coming by? Are we getting nah, our flu shots? It'll, it'll be Friday. All right, I got to talk to him, man. It's the, asbe- it's the asbestos. Stri- oh, oh, in the building? Is that yeah, what it is? Yeah. No. Good. He always makes it, he always breaks them up and put it in your cottage cheese. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Makes it taste great. It's driving me crazy. Um, I- and, and Mike's already done, uh, you know, uh, antibiotics for a uh, for a, an, an infection, sinus infection. I do the Neil Med twice a day. That Wait, is. Do you any- do it every single day? Twice a day. You do? With, with the budesonol and all the stuff oh, added do, in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the stuff added yeah. in. He's got us all doing that. So It's good for you to do it, but I it's love not it. helping mm-hmm. my problem. Well, not- maybe maybe try the Neil Med just once a day. No, he no. He's he's like you got to do it uh, Honestly, in the morning and in the evening. Uh, it, it it works and like we got fun. And there's these little suckers too. It's it's um, they're they're um, it, it's it does basically the same thing, but it's a more portable version of the Neomed. 
And you can just spray it up. And, yeah. But, I mean, if you're doing it twice a day, twice a day. you should be getting all the benefits. I've even started taking Echinacea and Primrose because somebody <sighs> recommended it. And it ain't doing anything. Have you been praying to the Lord God sna- Satan? No. no. Oh, damn it. Well, you wait a know. minute. Was the surgery that you were scheduled for that you didn't have, would this have helped that? That I don't know. And that's what I'm afraid I'm going to have to go find out. Because I was going to have sinus really... surgery. That was for my headaches. But, oh, no, okay. this started happening... About the time that I was getting that checked out. So, anyway. Son of a bitch. I need to talk to Mike. It's, it's scabies. It's got to be scabies. But it's what, what it made me think of it, and to bring it up, was I had no idea that the human, uh, the average human on a daily basis, swallows one to two cups cool. of mucus. That goes down into your stomach. Do you heat yours up? No. Yeah, I, like I, room, I like a room temperature, European style. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, listen. I have some other stats and studies. These are from the Just Stay, Just Say an Institute. So I think we, uh, I think this is, we have uh, this of the Just Saying Institute. This is new, right? Uh, it's something. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know we were doing Revenge of the Nerds. I th- I like this music better. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yes, I found this particular study from the Just Saying Institute. <laughs> A little bit of rough time will do you good, at least at work. Northwestern University researchers found scientists who failed early on in their careers actually went on to be more successful down the line. Failure teaches you to excel. I guess so. Right. Uh, Among those who failed at first, 10% completely gave up. But for the 90, the other 90% who stuck it out, they had significantly better results later on compared to peers that had success from the beginning. We've all had failures, right? Who here has coasted through and not had their setbacks? Yeah, Casey's uh, Casey walked right in to the Preston and Steve show and has been there for. But you've had you've had years. your setbacks. You've had your things that you had to deal with. Sure, well, let's but, but define talking about what, career. We're talking. Yes, about, I'm talking about too professional. I don't know, man. So I was um was talking to somebody about uh, hey, how did you get into what you were doing? And um like I just you know I'm like wow I I after around in college and I didn't really have any direction afterwards. I had a friend of mine who was a part-timer at Y100, he got me an internship, and so I kind of hung out at that radio station for about a year, and then I got my job. Like, so what, But what can you define failure? Like, is it being fired? Is it because technically you were fired? So would that have been a, a downtime apart? That was no. the best month of my life when I got fired from Y100. It was. I was well, the skinniest to, I ever was <laughs> in my whole life. To Kathy's point. God, I want to get fired again. <laughs> get fi- fire. Fire Kathy. Oh, we went to court. Yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah, you guys were busy. We weren't. We were not. I, I found thought video we were, poker. And... I thought because we, we had a six-month non-compete clause. Yeah, you were like, oh, I'm like, relax. dude, I get a six-month <laughs> vacation. You got nothing. This is going to be great. And then Bill comes, oh, well, uh, we had hired some lawyers, and uh, we want to fight this thing. We're like, What? Like, no, let us sit for six months. No, we went to depositions, went to really court. I drank. Really that six I drank and worked out. Oh man, yeah, you did look at the good. same time. To, no, I but I did. I used to. God, what what is that from? I don't know, but you look phenomenal. Mm. Oh God, Beautiful somebody picture. fire me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to run to the gym, work mm. out, watch my soaps at the gym, and then run home. <laughs> I used to run a Wawa, buy a pack of cigarettes, and run home. Did you? Yeah. Yes. Run? Oh my god! It was the three mile run, mile and a half there. Buy a pack of smokes, run. Oh my god! It was the best cigarette ever. <laughs> a cigarette you... right after a run is like the best. Would you wait until you got home to smoke? Or oh yeah. Smoke? Okay. No, no, right. no. You wait until you get home. Yeah, yeah. and your your lungs are nice and. Dry. 
Yeah. It's a good <laughs> exercise program. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Kathy, to answer your question, uh, I think that, yeah, failing, losing a job, um, it says that. Uh, what about it just, so you're, okay. Now, it said 10% uh, people completely gave up, but those uh, other 90% who stuck it out, they had significantly better results later on compared to peers that had success from the beginning. Study co-author uh, Dachen Wang uh, oh boy. said that... Give Dachen Wang something to do. It turns out that historically, while we have been relatively successful in pinpointing the benefits of success, we have failed to understand the impact of failure, and there is value in failure. Interesting, Dr. Wang. Learning from your mistakes, I Yes, guess. I or, think that's the basic thing. Or perseverance. You just, you ride it out. You know what I mean? You also build up, a, you know, you build up a, a tolerance. You, you, And also, it, it hopefully incites you to take other paths, yeah. not taken. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I've been fired a couple times, so, you know, it happens. All right, uh, let's see. That's not the only thing I have. No. Uh, from more is for the Just Saying Institute. The, it's hell of an institute, by the way. Unbelievable. Two on two hundred sprawling acres. Yeah, complete in West Virginia. Research committal. <laughs> uh, the buildings are connected by a monorail system. Uh, men have a harder time making friends than women do. Oh, really? Yeah, we don't care. Yeah, but I feel like you could sit a man in a room. I mean, most of every one of you with in a here, dirty magazine, and he said, "No, no," with like somebody that they didn't know, and you'd come back and you'd be part friends. Yeah, but we wouldn't be making plans to go hang out again. That's the thing. That like, would have been it. Now, like boys on the other, like so when you go to like younger, like boys and girls, like boys can make friends like that. Yeah. Um. You know, because you don't. You know, you're, you're still trying to like create your your inner circle or whatever. I used to be my best friends no. with, with little boys. <laughs> Kids are my best friends. Kids in general make friends very, very quickly. Quickly, And and consider themselves to be friends after hanging out for 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, this is my friend, you know, Mm -hmm. or I made a new, you know, so. um, Whereas we judge for like a good month. (laughs) Yeah, And then we're like, you know what? She's not that bad. Exactly. Do you want to go out? We kind of like hanging out with them. (laughs) Go through the litmus test. But I think it's probably a little quicker. I mean, it's not, you know. Yeah. Yeah, okay, does this hold validity to you guys? You think? Yeah. Well, okay. so so I just sort of think of it like, all right, suppose like you know you you went out with your wife and and, uh, and you were just kind of like hanging out and you hit and you were at a dinner party, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you hit it off with this other couple that uh, that they were at the dinner party too, and you don't weren't necessarily friends with them. Wives are more inclined to go. We should go out to dinner. The wives will do it, yeah. and, and but my wife will pick up on um, you know if if I appear to get along with the the male counterpart. Yeah, I don't necessarily you know she might be the anomaly because I think it's, oh we should get together and the guy's like Ugh, man yeah true okay like we'll be at a party and Rochelle will come back and go and we're going on vacation with that couple. <laughs> oh, okay. My wife would know not to do that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so a recent poll. They from... say they have a really. The wife has an incredible collection of knives. <laughs> a recent poll. Oh, that was actually my idea. Yeah. <laughs> a recent poll from YouGov found twenty percent of men admitted to having no close friends, and thirty-two percent claimed to have no one that they counted as a best friend. Wow! Just twelve percent of women said they did not have close friends. It's the opposite, man. And 24% said they did not have a best friend. So it is the absolute opposite of men and women. Uh, there were some studies that correlate to this that say um, that they were living in a time where more younger people are bereft of what they would classify as best friends or good friends. That they feel a profound sense of loneliness or... Um, yeah. 
you know, uh, it, and to me, that's just that's that's a horrible situation. But do, would you consider how many? I mean, so you have a best best friend. Yeah. How many good friends do you have? Like, you know, I six, six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, probably three from college and three from high school. Yeah. Okay, and there are there are friends that uh, I wish I were closer with, just but uh, life gets in the way. Right. Yeah. What know? about you, Kathy? How many good friends on that level would you say you have? Yeah, I'd say probably like a dozen. Like I'll go through. You know, if there's a night where like Jace was away and I had nothing to do, so I was like, it'd be nice to like go grab a glass of wine. And I'm like, I went through like my bridal party and <laughs> yeah. then like the people that I met, you know, recently that I'm good friends with. I'm like, God. <clears throat> Nobody could go out with. <laughs> but you you could pull together like twelve people to go out. Yeah, but you know what? They're all in different areas. That's right. the problem. Is my friends? Mm-hmm. I don't have any close friends. Wait, let me think about it before I say this. And somebody says yeah. something what besides like no, son of a bitch. <laughs> no, but like in in my area. So besides my my neighbors, and you know, like we usually hang out as a group. So you know, if if they're not available, and there's... that's a proximity thing, not necessarily. A, not to say that you don't like them, but right. You, well, You're one of more inclined to hang out with the people that you have a like automatic direct connection with parents of of the you know kids that your uh, yeah. your sons but like in my friends or... that I've been friends with from high school college after college like we're kind of spread out so it's not yeah. you know right. within proximity would just be my neighbors and if they're not available then I'm sitting home by myself yeah I mean I've, I've you know like three really 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 uh, the best of friends right I, I would call those and then and then there's probably. Five or six people that I I wouldn't mind sharing the intimate details of my life with. So Kathy has double what you say you have, Nick, who could sort of pull together. You know, so that stands to reason that men are less likely to yeah. draw a list together of best friends. I guess, or- I guess I'm just talking about, like, actual ability to hang out with those people, you know? Like, I, there are people in my circle and, the, and then the circle beyond that circle that I would consider to be great friends. I just don't see them as often I can, anymore, you know? I can socialize, but there are people that, I, that, I'm, very, that I'm comfortable hanging out with, and, you know, and I've yeah. told them that they are because it's, it, I'm, you know, it's, it's like, oh, I, am I going to have to work in this conversation or right. will it flow easily? We're doing a, a reunion weekend with a whole bunch of fraternity brothers and the amount of planning that's gone into it, this is at the end of the month, uh, it's it's the last weekend in October, um, but just to get it on the calendar for all the guys oh to be able God. to come and, you know, some guys are coming from Boston, some are coming from Virginia, it's, it's, it's all over and we're going to do a weekend in the Poconos, but just to be able to get together with these guys has required six, eight months worth of planning yep. just to be I able to to have the time to do it. Yeah. Kathy, by the way, this texter wants to know where does your really slutty friend rank on your friend list? <laughs> stop. Stop. Okay. Look, well, here, I will tell you. I'll tell you where she ranks. Uh-huh. So um, I would rank like a, a best friend and a, and a good friend if I can hang out with them alone, just the two of us. Like if there's a friend where you kind of need to be in a group, you don't really want to hang out sure. with her yeah. alone yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I, the slutty friend, I would totally hang out with her. Top three. Uh, by, by herself. What so, Kathy. Think? She's in the top three. Scabies and all. Oh, my God. Stop. Right. She doesn't have scabies. So, would you like to know why it's harder for men to make friends? Yes. Part of the reason is men are uh, men are lonelier could be that they're not as good as communicating as women are, particularly online. Dr. Diana Gall says some research suggests that, that heavy reliance on, on online socializing may actually be a problem for men and contributing to the rise in loneliness. Other experts note that with increasing pressure at work and at home, men have a difficult time maintaining friendships. And even if they can maintain them, many male friendships center around competitiveness and not emotional support. Let me ask you this, because I've noticed we're supposed to be the ones who who lack, you know, or... or, uh, 
not as uh, effective at communicating our thoughts and feelings and relaying that and being having a, an intimate relationship, not you know, necessarily sexual, with somebody, um, you know, a, a male counterpart. But I see, <laughs> I see women a lot of times get into these fights, and and it's like. Uh, like that seemed, I don't know. That seemed, and it, so it dictates whether or not you can be friends with. Uh, oh, I've I've lost I've lost friends because of, yeah, yeah. You you lose them in the fight, yeah. You, even though you had nothing to do, it it's happens. like now, nah, well, we can't hang out. Um, so I also feel like there's a, a factor here, uh, and believe it or not, uh, I, I don't think this um, pertains to me because my wife is pretty cool about letting me do whatever I want on my own, but. Um, I think sometimes uh, male friendships uh, fail because of their female counterparts not letting them. Yeah, like, you always say that. That bothers like, you. Yeah. When guys aren't, quote, allowed to do something. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. No, Kath. It bothers me when guys or girls aren't allowed yeah. to do something. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's, I that's something yeah. my, my wife. Yeah. If she was mortally opposed to someone yeah. and I got along with them, it would never never be an issue. Yeah. Listen, and there's a fine line there. If you're always going out with your friends and never at home or, you know, then they may yeah, yeah, understand. Yeah. But, like, if you are doing all of your duties at home yeah, and you want to go have a cigar with your buddies yeah. or, you know, go grab a beer or the game or wh- whatever it might be or with your girlfriends, yeah, go do that. Go. You know, so Get like, the hell out. Get out of there. <laughs> I, you know, um... And I love hanging out with my wife, too. And obviously, you want to be able to do things with your spouse. That's why they're your spouse. Absolutely. Yeah. It's confusing. The yeah. Just Saying Institute has really thrown a, a wrench in all this, Preston. Yeah, yeah. But um, it says that, uh, yeah, the competitiveness. Uh, do you feel competitive with your male friends? I don't. No. I mean, I well, I just. Oh, but I, I, I know some guys who are so competitive with their male friends, and it's like, Stop, Stop it. it already. Stop it. Yeah. Leave that for us. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. I have one other. Can we do another? Yeah. Can we do more than one? Yeah. From the Just Saying Institute. Maybe. Lovely, lovely campus. We will. <laughs> 200 acres. 200 acres in Monterey. West Virginia. It's a Monterey. gigantic campus. It man. is huge. Uh, but everything, is, don't worry, though. It's not uh, the monorail system makes getting around much <laughs> Well, easier. we got this bit of information from researchers at Exeter University. Exeter, which is uh, adjacent to the Justine Institute. <laughs> they found That's connected to a tunnel system. They found that people living around a half a mile from the coast yes. are 22% less likely to experience mental health problems like anxiety and depression compared mm. to those who live 31 miles away or more. Now, the coast is routinely located next to water, correct? Yes. <laughs> Generally, there's water involved on a coast. Uh, well, there, there's the, there you are. There's the, the calming influence of water. And I'd love to live by the water. I'd love yeah. to live in the water, but oh. uh, I don't <laughs> yeah. have a blowhole. So is this only ocean or is this like a uh, lake? River. I, I would stream. imagine bodies of water would be included. So I, I think a sump, I, I don't know. It's a just, sump would qualify, <laughs> yeah. Preston. Yeah, you know. <laughs> a crick? Yeah. Not a, crick. Not a, not a, a bog. Crick. Yeah, a bog or, yeah. A, or a chemical dump. Mm-hmm. Detroit's on a lake. That doesn't seem very happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, ocean. Uh, so the people that live on the coast of the lake in Detroit just love it. I think yeah. the happiest people I've encountered over the last few years are in Colorado. Maybe that's just personal experience. but Because they're high. I, well, yeah. That has something to do with it, but I've been there a bunch over the last uh, decade, and they seem to me to be the happiest. I've been to California a lot as well, Uh, but California can be just as stressed as the Northeast. I tell you what, though, man, the people that I met while in Hawaii this last time and when we were in spring break... 
uh, or not spring break. Yeah, when we were at, at spring training. Everybody that was a well, Philly transplant that lived down there, do you like it here? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God, I love it here. You know, so. Well, okay. I, now, so- I would hate the heat. But, I would too, and I would the, hate to be in Florida. But the water is there's something it, about. It, well, it. I, I and, lo- oh, sorry, no, and also, so like spring training, and also like uh, Colorado, Nick. A lot of people are transplants there, so they're going there because they want to be there. Mm-hmm. So I think that play, could play a part in it. I think I, I uh, being having access to water at some point, even just a river, seeing a river, seeing water now and then, mm-hmm. it, it's very primal with us. Obviously, where mm-hmm. you know we live the earliest part of our life in in fluid. I think, mm-hmm. you know, we want to return in, in some way to that. So I find waves crash. Like you talked about, I love the coast, the beach in, in autumn and, and winter even. Sure. I, I love that. Yep. I mean, it's a very zen thing. Yep, I agree. It's usually pretty... Uh, I can write dirty words in the sand. It's uh, pretty <laughs> solitary and and, and uh, very relaxing. Look well, at that. Don't... I wrote the C word, and it's 50 feet long. <laughs> <laughs> the salt air, Preston, would probably help your sinuses. Maybe. Oh. I don't know. I do love it when you when you can first smell it when you're heading down to yeah. the shore. Oh, you that first... Yeah, you can smell you it. it. You first get a whiff of it, and you're like, oh, we're almost I there. Have you come around on the shore? You're like... It's talking... the traffic. Yeah. That you hate. It's the traffic. I, I oh, love, love the beach and the shore. I don't like the crowded nature. See, the beaches that I went to growing up, We uh, I lived in South Carolina for a time uh, visiting Florida. They weren't as densely populated, and the getting there wasn't a freaking nightmare. That's the only thing I can't stand. Yeah. The wasted time. I hate sitting in traffic. There's almost nothing I'd rather not do. <laughs> and sitting through and planning that route to get down there, and God forbid an accident or one little thing <laughs> like that it. happens, it just turns, it just ruins the whole weekend. That's my only beef with it. Otherwise, I'd be, I'd, I'd own a place. Yeah, Preston, when we lived on For Long sure. Island, all, growing up in my formative years. I could be to uh, Jones Beach or, or Fire Island or any of these incredible beaches in 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. Wow, no kidding. Yeah. Wow. I would love – I actually contemplated moving to uh, New Jersey just so my commute to the beach would be a lot shorter. Yeah. Chuck D'Amico lives in, like, the Barrington area, and his commute to – because you know, we, we go to the, like, same place in Wildwood. Yeah. His commute is, like, an hour less than mine. One hour less. That's a good chunk. Is, yes. it, absolutely, is it out of the question to live with Chuck? <laughs> I don't know. We should ask him. You should. Uh, you know, He's I your best friend at work. Yeah. Yeah. You well, know, Preston, you, oh, sorry. You, are. <laughs> oh, you guys are sweet. Uh, You're going to make Chuck feel bad, though. But what, until he sees Chuck and then yeah, says, and you, are. Say, yeah, yeah. you are. Press, I went to Rock Hall, Maryland in the middle of this summer, and uh, there was absolutely no traffic getting there. It's much different than the Jersey Shore. It was but, a chemical spill, but still. No, uh, but it might be, you Rock know, Hall? it would be like a a beach option for you and not having to deal with the traffic. There was no traffic going, and wow. there was no traffic coming back. Okay. Now, it really all depends on what time you go. Um, Kath, you go down to the beach a lot. As do I. Middle and, of January. Uh, well, no, but like, I mean, in the summertime and stuff like that. So I have, I just don't, I know when to go and when not when not to go. It's very rarely do I get stuck in traffic on my way to right. or, or from. Agreed. And, and if too. I do get stuck in traffic, it's like a uh, a construction thing or an accident something or something like that. Something you weren't expecting. It's not volume. Do you guys go down in the cooler months at all? No. No. The kids have Can soccer. I go down there? Yeah. Can me, me and my wife and the kids go down there for a week? Use yeah. your house? Yeah. Well, you okay. just said that you guys are best friends. You better let them yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. You just can't sleep in my bed. Okay. <laughs> and, I got you. All, you know, I you'd have to explain the, yeah, yeah. And the stains. <laughs> uh, but this anyhow. It's kind of crunchy. Look at that. That looks like a crop circle, doesn't it? <laughs> the scientists say the coast may act as a protective zone for psychological well-being and also highlight the importance of so-called blue health 
which is the link between health and the natural environment. That's why Smurfs seem so happy. Uh, researchers write that uh, we need to help policymakers <laughs> understand how to maximize the well-being benefits of blue spaces. Yeah, what? In towns and cities, and ensure that access to fair and that is fair and inclusive for everyone, while not damaging our fragile coastal environments. What do you think Grumpy Smurf's problem is? Uh, prostate. Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Okay. large prostate. Yeah. There's a Grumpy Smurf. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they remember. make a Grumpy everything. There's a Grumpy Care Bear too. It's... And there was just Grumpy the Elf, right? Yeah. Or the dwarf, the whatever. dwarf. dwarf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the elf. Grumpy the Elf. That was his problem. He was with a whole bunch of dwarves. Yeah. What's his elf doing here? Friggin' elf. Oh, grouchy, <laughs> grouchy Smurf. Smurf. Same grouchy, thing. Grouchy, grumpy, whatever. Should all be exterminated. All right. Uh, let me see. There's one more thing from the just saying this. Two, two hundred lovely acres. I have some really good things here, but um, what's some... happening in the uh, R and D department over there at the Just <laughs> Uh We're working on a new theme song. <laughs> in research and development. Uh, okay, what the hell? I was going to save the Just Saying Institute. Enjoy two hundred lovely acres. I was going to save this for another time, but and a uh, monorail system and a tunnel system that connects to Exeter College. Crying. Not only alleviates emotional distress, but supposedly can also help you shed some weight as well. Really? Mm-hmm. A study found that a specific kind of <laughs> specific kind of tear that we cry can help aid in weight loss, according to Dr. Aaron Newfeld of Los Altos Optometric Group. There are three types of tears. Yes. I did not know Igneous, this. sedimentary. Yes. <laughs> no, no isosceles, scalene, triangles. And obtuse. Uh, no, uh, basal, <laughs> reflex, and psychic tears. So, right. I love basal, so let's go with that. Put it on pizza. Yeah. Mm. While basal tears, or basal, B-A-S-A-L is how it's spelled. Uh, so it's not like the uh, the herb. It's more um, like the fish. Keep our eyes moist and reflex tears are a result of irritation. Psychic tears are the ones that we shed from feelings and emotional distress. Are those the ones? Psychic one- tears. <laughs> are those the ones that make you lose weight? Yes. They're yeah, the ones I would imagine. That, yeah. Uh, and also, they, well, I'm sure you'll get to it, but they suggest you cry at a certain time of the day. Yes, exactly. What? How do you know yep. about this? Because I, I, I sent it to him. She sent me the story. <laughs> oh. Real quick, how long, what's the longest you've ever actually cried for? Like one solid year. No, <laughs> I'm just trying to like, you like know, like five minutes and then one calendar year. <laughs> Not even. Not even. Yeah. Like when my dad died, that's like probably like the hardest maybe. Um, but you go in waves. You're not yeah. going to cry for like two straight days. Literally like when he, when he left us, it was like, Wah! and then yeah. it was like. No, I'm good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I was, like, the well, emotion is, just, like, left. But there is something being released, like, whatever he's talking about. So it actually makes you feel better. Yeah. That's why you don't continuously cry for hours. Mm. Preston, yeah. how hard did you cry when you realized that Chuck was uh, Casey's best <laughs> <laughs> And he just said you could yeah. use his beach house, uh, but you can't. Still crying on the inside. No, he totally can. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, we'll see. Uh, psychic tears that we cry from emotions. <laughs> Help promote weight loss because it reduces cortisol levels. There can be, this cannot be a substantive weight loss. You're not going to peel off pounds. You look fantastic, Jody. What were you doing? Oh, I cried away 30 pounds. Uh A stress hormone linked to belly fat is what cortisol is. This isn't as legitimate as stuff like miracle water. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This reinforces the much older studies of biochemist William Frey, who... 
reported reported that crying can help remove toxic substances in the body that build up from stress. Okay, so to me, you probably lose the same weight as if you fart hard. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> right? No. And I'm going to pick farting over crying any <laughs> yeah. day. Uh, therefore, the act of The original crying, title of the movie, Preston, was The Farting Game. Can also be an act of cleansing. So it is advised, Kathy, yes. that one should cry from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right. Because this is the peak time to optimize the cortisone-releasing effect, according to women's There's, health. No. So cry for three hours straight every night? No, but oh, so during oh, those times. Dennis is just going to love coming home to that. Is, yeah. is when you're going to lose weight, when yeah. you cry. Okay. That's, that's when you but I just up. thought it was so funny. Like, you're really going to set. Okay, well, don't cry. It's only... Six forty-five. So you, you have to wait fifteen minutes. What do you slam your foot in the car door? I don't know. I have to have my evening cry. <laughs> um, Kath, is it like a woman thing that like uh, you just have to cry? Vaginas? No, <laughs> I definitely know that. Um, <laughs> where you just have to cry just to cry. Um, like not for any specific. Like a good reason. cry. Yeah, not for any specific reason. You, you think it? Okay. I don't, know. I, I don't cry for no reason. Okay, I just. I had a girlfriend one time. She's like, I and I, she probably just didn't want to be with me anymore. My freaking boyfriend. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't Maybe. stand my boyfriend. That's probably what it was. I, I don't know. It, it might have been, but she was like, I just, I, I need to cry. And I, and I was like, okay. And Wait, then, she, would just, she would just proclaim that? I, I, it would just proclaim. happen one time. Proclaim. <laughs> That's such an inside joke. Proclaim. <laughs> <laughs> he listens, Pat Schmidt. We're yeah, making fun of yeah, you right yeah. now. <laughs> That's I wasn't, but anyway. Yeah. Um, so I she was. would she would just proclaim that she would say <laughs> one time she proclaimed it. Okay, she would say, "I just need to cry. I just need to cry." Like By we the way, just, well, she was, yeah. was this, she, had, she was saying something. She would have yeah. to have been upset yeah. about something, and then I just need to cry is because after the cry, people are will feel better. Yeah. Hmm. Do, you, do you do you do will you watch things that are, are or listen to things that you know that will incite a, a um an yeah. emotional response? Yeah. I love things like that. I, yeah. I, I I teared up the other day I put on 2001. Yeah. It always gets me. It just blows me away. The, the whole movie? Yeah, or? it also reminds me of the time I went with my my dad and that okay. the memory yeah. and that whole thing. Oh yeah, I will I will absolutely I will not actively go, I need to find something yeah. to make me cry. But if I see something, I'm going, okay, this always gets to me. I won't I won't remove myself from that. I will stick around and wait for the emotion, whether it be a song or a movie yes. or, or photos that I'm looking at. Like Glory like will always do it to me. But if I want a, a quick cry without trying to set the mood, I'll just pour scabies on my nutsack. Right. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, but I wonder if that's like an itch, that's right? It's a commitment. It's a commitment. Yeah. All right, so like I have an itch. Who, who's gonna, you know, what, what's gonna help me scratch it? Maybe. All right, let me let me listen yeah, to the no, song. No, I or... understand. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Sometimes yeah. you just you uh, uh, and uh, I think that helps in its own way. So where a good cry, as Kathy said, gets it out of your system. Yeah, music helps me with that. I, I my go to probably is is Space People. Yeah, I'll listen to oh that God, at least once beautiful. a month just to, for a good cry. For a good cry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They come from space. I mean, you think of the journey they take, not knowing what they'll right. encounter. Listen, well, between right they're from a different planet, yeah. hoping for a better existence. They're from outer space. Is that the Beach Boys? That is the Beach Boys, and with John Stamos on the drums. So, if you cry between seven and ten p.m., you get your best shot of losing weight. 
you go. I'll be sobbing for three hours if you guys need me. Mm-hmm. These are the Samos. These are all from the uh, the Just Saying Institute. So thank in you. In West Virginia, two hundred acres. Yeah, it's beautiful. Funnels. Stunning campus. All right, uh, we're gonna take a break, and I'm gonna give away the last of my gift. Stop it with this music. Oh yeah. Uh, the gift cards for. <laughs> <laughs> from our friends at uh, the Horse Tavern and Grill in Sellersville, of which they are having a Thursday night huddle party with one Mr. Nick McElwain tomorrow night. And that is from 7 to 9. Tickets to the Jets game. Chance for you to win the Birds and Jets. Uh, and also an autographed football helmet could be yours. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins signed that. And Bud Light, there's all kinds of specials for the evening. So I will take... Callers 17 and 18 at 215-263-WMMR. And Good I number. Give you these passes, and uh, don't forget that uh, the Bud Light Platinum Thursday Night Huddle is taking over a different neighborhood uh, bar every single Thursday night this football season. Visit WMMR.com and learn when the Bud Light Platinum Thursday Night Huddle is coming to your neighborhood. We'll take a break. Coming back in a second is more stories from the Bizarre Files, so stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Dirty Honey. You know the time has come, so don't let me Shine down. My monsters are real. And they're trained how to kill. Ghosts. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Couple quick things to note. Uh, we made an announcement earlier this morning. It is our save the date for Camp Up for Hunger 2019. Yes. The dates are December 2nd to the 6th at the Wells Fargo Center. And it's kind of a new location. It's going to be in the same general area, but not that exact same parking lot because they're doing massive renovations at Xfinity Live. We're still going to be next to Xfinity Live, but we're going to parking lot G. You don't have to worry about that now. Right now, just put it on your calendar December 2nd through the 6th. More details are coming soon. Also, we mentioned uh, that tomorrow will be the 2019 debut of Kathy's Fall Activities List. Oh, And we're going to get to that probably around 7.15, 7.20 a.m. So if that's something that uh, you look forward to, you want some great ideas, you'll want to tune in for that. Uh, and then I was going to mention one more thing. Oh, yeah, our Totally Office calendar fo- photo shoot day number one is taking place today. And we've had a, a lot of people helping out. And I want to thank again uh, today's breakfast from Panera and lunch today from uh, Honey Grow. Uh, so they're supplying the food for not only the, the ladies but all the staff that's involved in this. And our shoot is taking place at the Met. So much going on. That new badass concert uh, venue that maybe you've been to or haven't had a chance to see yet. It's wonderful and it's going to look so good in the oh, camera. Yeah. I'm so happy that it's the Met. Uh, so breakfast and coffee each day from uh, Panera, the the one particularly on uh, City Avenue here right by us in Bella Kinwood. And uh, Honey Grow. And uh, they uh, are a Philly-born restaurant concept featuring wholesome, locally sourced stir-fry salad and honey bar offerings. And you can visit honeygrow.com to find a location near you. So a lot of people chipping in for the calendar. I love it. All right, we're going to do the Bizarre Five. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre Five. And it's brought to you by Happy Place, King of Prussia. Be a part of Happy Place, the massive pop-up exhibit. With larger-than-life-size installations and multi-sensory immersive rooms coming to King of Prussia Mall. Opening on October 5th and tickets at happyplace.me.me. 
Uh, late on Sunday, Cade Edmund Symers, a 48-year-old U.S. citizen currently living in India, suffered severe burns to a significant portion of his body after falling into thermal water <sighs> of the old faithful geyser cone. Oh, my God. Yeah. What day was this? This was Sunday. My son was there on Sunday. No way. Oh, my God. What well, happened in the middle of the night? He wouldn't have known about it. Jeez, so man. rangers and paramedics responded to the Old Faithful Inn at midnight where Seamers was staying. He told rangers that he had gone for a walk off of the boardwalk without a flashlight. Come on. Tripped into a hot spring and got himself back to his hotel room and called for assistance. Rangers detected evidence of alcohol use. Uh, Seamers was flown to Idaho Falls. He was admitted to the burn center. They go to great lengths. Oh, my God, you dude. It's everywhere. Signs everywhere. Do not step off of the walkway. Uh, You know, it's it's just it's you can't avoid it. Uh, But some idiots do. Uh, Since Rangers were not at the scene of the incident, they went out at first light to investigate in the thermal area. They discovered several items near the geyser. The man's shoe, a hat and a beer can Uh footprints going to and from the geyser and blood on the boardwalk. Investigations continue today, including assessing any damage to the geyser cone itself. Uh, the results of the investigation will be forwarded to the United States Attorney's Office for a prosecutorial review. Uh, the ground in the hydrothermal areas is fragile and thin. There's scalding water just below the surface. Visitors must always remain on boardwalks and exercise extreme caution around thermal features. This is the first serious injury in a thermal area in two years in June of 2017. A man sustained severe burns after falling in a hot spring in the lower geyser basin. In 2016, a man left the boardwalk and died after slipping to a hot spring in Norris Geyser Basin. And in 2000, one person died and two people received severe burns from falling into a hot spring at the lower geyser basin as well. So <clears throat> be careful if you ever go there. An orangutan, which has spent 20 years in an Argentine zoo, is being moved to the U.S. Animal Sanctuary, to a U.S. Animal Sanctuary, after being granted the same legal rights as humans. Lawyers won a landmark appeal for Sandra in 2014. I consider this quite a victory. (laughs) Arguing that uh, she was being detained in Buenos Aires illegally. Uh, The ruling found her to be Argentina's first non-human person with the right to liberty. Mm. The 33-year-old arrived in Kansas on Friday and will undergo a test before moving to her new home in Florida. Uh, I assume it's just going to be a residential home, right, since they're a full person. Yeah, the judge... judge uh, who has I just a, met the orangutan that moved in next door. Lovely. Who has a picture? Has of, an orange ass. Of uh, Sandra in her office, told AP news agencies that uh, she wanted a ruling to send a message that animals are sentient beings, and that the first right they have is our obligation to respect them. Uh, Sandra was born in an East German zoo and sold to Buenos Aires in 1995. Spent much of her life in solitary enclosure and regularly tried to avoid the public. She had a daughter in 1999. The baby was taken away and sold to an animal park in China. Her legal victory brought international fame to the orangutan and set a precedent for apes to be legally deemed people rather than property. Until this week, nearly five years later, Sandra remained at the site of the zoo, which closed in 2016, following reports of animal cruelty. By the way, uh, the uh, she's going to Florida's Center for Great Apes. Uh, and the 100-acre sanctuary is home to chimpanzees and orangutans, which have been freed from circuses, labs, and zoos and private collections. Michael Jackson's former pet chimpanzee, Bubbles, is among several famous residents there. Wow. Bubbles. 
Uh, Sandra will, will join 21 other orangutans. He's a new friend for you. And will be free to move between 11 outdoor areas where the great apes live. So, Isn't this great? Kind of interesting. Yeah. And you're an ape? Yeah. You're a great ape? Yeah, you're a great ape. It's great? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> uh, let's see. You're just a great ape. I just have to say it. Authorities are trying to locate the body of a man who climbed over a safety barrier at the Grand Canyon Skywalk and apparently jumped to his oh, death. Yeah, I saw this. So you, I wondered how long it was going to take before someone decided to end it that on that thing. Yeah. Uh, they say the 28-year-old visitor uh, to the tourist spot on uh, the reservation outside Grand Canyon National Park jumped around 4.30 on Saturday, 4.30 in the afternoon. A body recovery effort began Sunday morning. Skywalk opened in 2007. It's a horseshoe-shaped glass walkway that juts out 70 feet over the canyon overlooking the Colorado River. The vertical drop from the Skywalk is between 500 feet to 800 feet. Wow. So the odds are strongly against you surviving that. Yes. A Chinese tourist fell to his death in March when he stumbled while trying to take a photo close to the Skywalk. But this person uh, oh my God. took their own life. Yeah. All right, and then we will do one more story and wrap it up. Let me see. How about uh, this one? A pet store owner says that he's a victim of the theft of hundreds of dollars worth of expensive dog treats. Pet zone owner Mark Windsor sought information on Facebook Saturday on the people who he says took his store's pizzles. Dehydrated bull penis chews. And uh, who took my pizzles? Yeah, somebody took his pizzles. Where are my pizzles? Are you? Do you love pizzles? Yeah. They took two and three. Where are my bulldogs? They took f- three foot lengths of pizzles and went out the door. Windsor said, "Is that an actual size of a pizzle?" We're all blown away from <laughs> I this. Stop it. Uh, police were contacted immediately. An investigation is ongoing. He said, "I want the what pop- about pizzle bites?" He said, "I want the public to speak out because I am an independent." I'm a local business guy, and it's just awareness for all the business owners that are out here that it's time. Uh, it's that time of year. That time, pizzle time of year. Yes. I'm tired of someone coming in here thinking I have the right to abscond with my pizzles. Anyone will rob anything, he says. Doesn't make a difference. Like bulldies. He said, usually what's robbed in my stores is donation boxes with money in them. So uh, how much is this worth out on the street? Not much. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't overly expensive. It's just it was a pizzle store, and I thought it was fun. What's the uh, insult in coming to America? Rhinoceros, you rhinoceros pizzle. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, now it's a waiting game for Windsor and his pet stores to get his pizzles back. Please, <laughs> I have good news. We found your pizzles. Right. Oh, happy day! And that is what I have for you in the bizarre file. We'll take a break. When we return, we'll have your lesson question for the day. We'll also have trash and music news coming up in the meantime. I need a caller for the secret text word. Kathy, give me a number caller. 20. All right, caller number 20-215-263-WMMR. You need to know the secret text word in order to win. Give us a call. We'll be right back. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's see if we can find a winner for our secret text word. We were looking for caller number 20. We got him. John. Hey, John. How you doing? Hey. How you guys doing? Awesome, bud. Do you know the secret text word? I do. That would be the screw of corks, corkscrew. Corkscrew. You got it, Mike. Hang on a second. I'm going to put you on hold, John. We'll get your information, and we will give you tickets to see 
Mr. Mark Maron, who will be performing at the Miriam Theater on October 10th. Tickets are on sale now via KimmelCenter.org. And we also grabbed a random texter, and we got Terry... Ooh, wow. What? <laughs> uh, Borzowitz. Whoa. I think is how you say that. I wouldn't have even tried that one. And uh, from Harleysville, up my neck of the woods. So congratulations, Terry. We got uh, the tickets to see Mark Marin, who is awesome, by the way, at the Miriam Theater on October 10th. So congratulations to you. Uh, today, I don't have the lesson questions. What happened? Oh, man. Did you bring them over, Nick? Or I did not. That's all good. Uh, pick one out, if you would, please. Sorry and I'm going to mention that. the prize here. We're going to have a pair of tickets for the Disney and concert show. Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas with uh, Philly Pops, pre- presented by WMMR, and this is Thursday, October 24th at The Met. And what question do we have today, Nick? Which classic bluegrass star sold a ton of records in Pakistan? All right. 215-263-WMMR. Which classic bluegrass artist total, sold a ton of records in Pakistan? Right. All right. If you were listening earlier, you would have heard the name I personally, I kind of vaguely remember. I can't. I don't think I'd be able to get it exactly. It's tough, but I'm sure they'll get it. Two one five two six three WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. We're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. Ninety three three WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. I right, brought to you by Deets and Watson Real Philly Deli. Want to know Philly's best kept hoagie secrets? Pick up Deets and Watson's Real Philly Deli Hoagie Guide. A map of the best delis in the city and earn prizes like T-shirts, coolers, food, and even birds tickets just for eating real Philly hoagies. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Jerry Seinfeld winning in a lawsuit against him by a former colleague who claims Seinfeld stole the idea for comedians in cars getting coffee. The court apparently found no validity in Christian Charles's claims that Comedians in Cars was a direct ripoff of his show called Two Portly Lesbians Shopping for Tires. Oh, my, oh my God. A catwalk uh, crasher getting up on the runway during Ch- Chanel's Paris Fashion Week show on Tuesday. Fortunately, model Gigi Hadid quickly grabbed the woman's arm, pulled her off stage, and emptied a revolver into her head. Wow. They take modeling very seriously. And finally, Gene Simmons undergoing a procedure to remove kidney stones yesterday at Cedars-Sinai Hospital. Doctors say the procedure was exceedingly easy as they were able to just remove his face and reach down and take them out. (laughs) (laughs) That's your Hollywood track. All right, we'll see if uh, somebody knows the answer to this question, and it is what... Bluegrass artist stole it. Sold a ton of records in Pakistan. Two one five two six three WMMR is the number. Uh, we'll try this. Hang on, let me go to Jason. Hey, Jason. Hey, how you doing? Good, buddy. Do you know the answer? Uh, yes, I do. The answer is Scabby Wells. Scabby Wells. Wait, Scabby. Yeah, uh, Scabby close. Wells. Yeah, we'll take that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Scabby Welts, right? That's it. All right. Hang on. Scabby Welts. Jason, we got your information. We're going to get your information. We're going to give you some tickets to Disney in concert. Uh, Tim Burton's A Nightmare Before Christmas with the Philly Pops, presented by WMMR. Thursday, October 24th, Met Philly. Come in costume for Halloween and enjoy this classic movie with a live score. Tickets uh, for both shows, October 24th and 25th, are on sale now via phillypops.org. Let's get into music news, shall we? Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. I brought to you by French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville. Sportsman, mark your calendars. Glock Days is coming back October 4th to the 6th. At French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville. Incredible deals and savings throughout the store. French Creek Outfitters, 
Gene uh, Since you ended with it in the trash, I'll lead with it in oh, the music okay. news. Gene Simmons is once again battling kidney stones. Kiss was forced to cancel the last few dates of its summer run last month due to Simmons needing to head back to L.A. for a medical procedure. Uh, fans will remember back in 2015... Gene sold off one of his kidney stones for $15,000. That's right. But he donated the money to charity. Uh, According to the report, sources close to the Kiss singer told TMZ that Gene was admitted into Cedars-Sinai Hospital early Tuesday morning to undergo a medical procedure that should help get rid of the stones. It's non-invasive and only took about an hour to complete. Sources say that a stent was inserted in his urethra. (laughs) Which helps urine flow from the kidney to the bladder. It'll allow me to piss out the stones. Uh, ultimately forcing the stones to pass through. Money raised from these kidney stones will go to a chicken sanctuary. Ah. Oh. <laughs> which will rehabilitate chickens injured in the free-range process. Ah, okay, I gotcha. Uh, they were told that the stent will be removed in about a week. Mm-hmm. And any remaining stones will be removed, too. Uh, Gene should be good to go at that point, they're saying. So you got to deal with a stent for a week. My junk is on fire. Uh, Kiss will next perform on October 30th as part of their annual Kiss Cruise, which launches from Miami. And joining the band will be such special guests as former Kiss lead guitarist Bruce Kulik, uh, original GNR drummer Stephen Adler, The Darkness, and Warrant. Among so others. much fun that you'll literally want to die. Yes. So. If you want to die, yeah. uh, go on the Kiss You know, Chris. my friend Dwayne goes on all of them. He freaking loves Is he me. going again? Oh, you bet your ass he is. <laughs> he just, uh, and the thing is, is that they have, like, they have a whole bunch of supporting acts that are kind of cool, you know. So it, it, if you want to immerse in Kiss, I can't think of a better way to do it than these cruises. All things Kiss. Ahoy, matey. A new documentary from Slipknot and Stone Sour frontman Corey Taylor will be released in November. It's a collector's edition of fans uh, for fans of 80s horror films. In the documentary, Taylor is joined by 80s icons and modern horror greats and popular horror influence as he guides you, influencers, I should say, as he guides you through a complete retrospective documentary. Sounds engaging. It'll be joined <laughs> by more than, <laughs> than 45 contributors, including John Carpenter. Mm. Uh, available to buy uh, for one month only. In Search of Darkness is what it's called. Features content from uh, Taylor's personal collection. Have you checked out American Horror Story <laughs> in 1984? No. It's sort of an homage to the slasher films of that period. Are there any chickens? There are many chickens. Okay, thank you. Figured prominently in the early 80s horror films. Uh, and will include year-by-year segments from 1980 to 1989. Mm. An added feature included... <laughs> I really I just stuck I love it when Gene yeah. just goes, mm. I, I just like when he's here. <laughs> I just love it. Mm. It's interesting. <laughs> Former drummer for Five Finger Death Punch, Jerry Spencer, is teaming up with Pornhub for a limited horror series ahead of Halloween. You don't say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> he will be starring... In the softcore porn series called Lady Killer TV. Wow. He also co-directed, wrote, produced, and provided the music for it. Will now, he be showing his penis? I don't know, but each episode in the series will spoof a classic horror film, with the first being Camp Blood Sex, based on the Friday the 13th films. Hmm. And <laughs> it will be available 
on Pornhub from October 18th to November 1st. So are we to understand that he will actually be engaging in pornography? He might be. Softcore, it says. Softcore? But yeah. even softcore is like... You're, yeah, it's, it's still enough. We nope. had like Emmanuel back when... Uh, you had Emmanuel? <laughs> Emmanuel. Oh, I'm sorry. The, there's Emmanuel. The, that was the softcore stuff when I was uh, I thought younger. you needed Emmanuel. Emmanuel Lewis. Oh, Emmanuel. Yeah, Emmanuel Lewis. Emmanuel. I saw his porn film. Uh, just before Foo Fighters took the stage at the Rock and Rio Festival last weekend, Weezer performed a cover of Nirvana's Lithium. Uh, Dave Grohl was watching and commented, I gotta be honest, I cried a little bit. I did. I miss playing that song. I miss it, so I'm happy to hear Weezer play it. It's very heartfelt. I know. The former Nirvana drummer then repaid the favor by dedicating his performance of Big Me uh, to his fellow rock band. Oh, that's cool. And then finally, if you plan to see the new Frozen 2 movie when it comes out this Which fall. Which I do. Uh, you'll hear Panic at the Disco. The band teased about it and the song title on Twitter writing Channeling Elsa for, quote, Into the Unknown. And then added, make sure that y'all listen for it when the end credits start. Okay, because I remember the end, uh, the end of the original one, Let It Go. I think it was Demi Lovato. Is that did, right? Did her? I think so. <laughs> I think it was her who did the version of it. I'm not 100% sure. It was uh, Demi Lovato? I think. And for this go-around, it'll be Panic at the Disco. I believe so. Mm. Uh, Disney's Frozen 2 will be in uh, theaters on November 22nd. So, um, I think... All right, hottest animated character of all time. I mean... Elsa's way up there. Not not, not dirty stuff. Yeah. No, No. but I'm saying you kind of have to, like, almost... Disqualified Jessica Rabbit? Right. She's too sultry. She was designed with that in mind. She was designed right. with that in mind. Um, but who, who passively is the hottest? I, I think... Like, uh, who has you chubbing out? Oh, not me. I'm, no, I just no, was going to say, like, I'm not chubbing out. But um, I like Jasmine and Ariel. Yeah, Jasmine, Jasmine and Ariel. Jasmine, okay. Definitely. Yeah. I gotta Although, go. Elsa? I think Elsa. I think you're right. Elsa's sexy. There's something yeah. sweet about Belle, though. Eh. Yeah. You know? So yeah. boring. But she's probably a freak she's in the sack. Probably, no, you know she's what I'm like saying? Boring in bed. Yeah. You think? But yeah, there's there's a look. A lot. There's a look that Elsa gives the camera when she goes. The cold never bothered me. Anyway. Oh yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh. yeah. It's it's unbelievable. Dude. Yeah. I feel I feel it in my prostate. You're throbbing. Aren't yeah. You? Yeah. But don't you think? Uh, you think she would be warm down there? Or? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You just took it a little bit too far. No, it's a legitimate question. Are you gonna? Is your is your penis going to freeze during that encounter? Yeah, and break off. And you don't need that. You don't need that. All right, and that's uh, music news oh. with a tribute to Disney. In case you did not know, <laughs> with our tribute. Uh, so we'll wrap it up now. Yeah, and okay. we can give. What should I do? This case, well, or, right, so or did something? We give away else? all of our gift cards already. Yeah, we did. We did. Yes, we did. For, uh, we should do that. For the horse tavern, we did do that. Horse okay. tavern. Halloween Haunt, our first stop on the cream of the screen. It's going to be good. At Dorney Park, and it's coming up on Friday. Wow, okay. What's that in the dark? So, Is it a chicken? It might be. They're terrifying. <laughs> in the dark. Yeah, in the dark they are. At Dorney. But I tell you what, I'll take five callers, and I will give you passes to join us for the cream of the screen. It's such a blast, honestly. And even if you don't win on these and call in to, you know, to win, obviously, but if you don't, come on out. We'll be there. We'll yeah. be hanging out. Roaming the park. Please. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. And uh, don't forget, Friday and Saturday nights. Now, this is for this Friday, mind you. Yay. Uh, from 6 to 8 p.m. It's 6 till whenever, to be honest. But 
Uh, Friday and Saturday nights through November 2nd, Dorney Park transforms in a Halloween haunt featuring haunted mazes, scare zones, thrill rides. Uh, new for 2010 is The Lair. Uh, what you can see will scare you, and what you can't see will haunt you. It's yeah. confusing. Go to DorneyPark.com slash haunt for tickets and information. Five callers right now. And we'll put you on our list. 215-263-WMMR. You good, Gene? Is that it? Absolutely good. Okay. I'm mortified. All right. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Our program coming to a conclusion for the day. And it's been a full one today. We had announcements and... Gave away money, gave away tickets, gave away food, and talked to some pretty cool people. So we did. Try it's to been do very that. energetic and good. And you know what? It's supposed to be like overcast and cruddy. It's not that bad outside right now. No, yeah, it's. We're uh, calling for sunny skies till later on today. All right. So I had to take a drink. Whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> no, I had to take a sip here because I was uh, washing down some uh, wings from our friends at uh, the Horse Tavern and Grill, and I want to thank them for coming by this morning officially. <laughs> Nick McWayne will be there tomorrow night, 7 to 9. It is the uh, Bud Light Platinum Thursday night huddle. And the MM Army will be in tow. And they are located in Sellersville on Bethlehem Pike. Uh, chance for you to win a pair of Eagles Jets tickets. Uh, and, of course, they'll have a autographed helmet uh, signed by Malcolm Jenkins. $2.75 Bud, Bud Light, and Mick Ultra drafts all day on Thursday. And three dollars and seventy five cent specials for Bud Light Platinums during tomorrow night's event. These events are so much fun. I, I've done a few of them. Casey and Marissa have done them as well. They just they're they're great time. They're really well run. They're the, hits. The specials are awesome. Yeah, and it's just like if you're not doing anything on a Thursday night, it's a great place to go and hang out with a bunch of friends. They have the photo booths that are set up, which are cool, and they they'll do the photo booths with the calendar girls. You can just text them right to your phone and add them to social media. Uh, and uh, I'm psyched to see these guys tomorrow night. And then they have trivia night runs once our event ends. So uh, if you just want to stick out, stick around the horse tavern, you can do trivia from nine until whenever. Cool. And uh, also want to mention that uh, we had a save the date for the Camp Out for Hunger, which is going to be December 2nd through the 6th. And we'll have more uh, details coming up on that. Also, thank you to uh, Brandon Graham. Yeah, man, was he good. Speaking of the Eagles, yeah, he was awesome. So easy to talk to. Yeah. And it all happened from a, a butt dial, essentially. <laughs> Basically, it was yeah. an accident. Called Casey by accident, ended up on our show today. But he said he's... He had the most fun he's ever had on a morning radio show this morning on our program. Yes. So that's a nice thing. So we appreciate that. Uh, we should do the letter of the day. Okay. Yeah. All right. So All right. here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now the daily letter. All right. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. You as an ultimate. All right. Sounds good. We have, uh, it's a short word this week, four letters only. <laughs> Going to give away four pack of tickets to Oktoberfest at Maury's Piers, along with a two-night stay at the Blue Palms Hotel in Wildwood, October 11th and 13th, and a $50 dining card. Oktoberfest festivities will take place at Mariner's Pier with special German-themed menus, an outdoor beer garden, live entertainment, a kid's root beer garden, uh, which is an activity area, and much more. Two-night Oktoberfest or October Rest hotel packages. Also available at Maury's Blue Palms Hotel. And you can go to maurispiers.com slash Oktoberfest for details. Uh, let's see. I will also take this moment to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by Acme. Fresh Foods, local flavors, the official supermarket of the Preston and Steve Show. 
Also, winter airport parking, fastest way in and out of Philly International Airport. Chorus Photography, the official photographers of the Preston and Steve show. And by Planet Fitness. Get the Planet Fitness black card and you can bring a workout buddy with you every visit. On tomorrow's program, we will talk to Alfonso Ribeiro. Love him. We'll also have comedian Lori Kilt-Martin in the studio. And Kathy Romano's Fall Activities. The new list for 2019. So we'll have all your fall activities. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll do it again tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. Thank you. Live. You know what I hate? I hate when someone actually comes into work to tell you that you're sick. Just went home, called in sick. Next message. Woo! Thank you for being on so early. Rocking out with my out right now. Yeah! Next message. Yo, this is Jared from Douglasville. I love my wife more than anything. But if you don't put a goddamn roll of toilet paper on the wheel again, we're done. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.